0: Hello, listening people. Witam! I... okay. I... I... Look, I don't speak Polish, so I don't know what you said just then. You don't know what I... ho, who are you? I'm Ryan. I'm Bartek. Hi,
1: Bartek, I'm Ryan. Bart... Ryan... Ryan, I'm Bartek. (laughs) You are on Spit and Polish
0: Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. Holy crap! What's that? Do tell. It's our show, stupid. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I forgot. So what do we do on our show, we Mr. W- Ryan Bartek? No,
1: my name's Bartek Ryan. Oh. We watch movies that are unappreciated in time. Oh. As opposed to not in time. And we talk them up as if they are... Rewind. We talk about them
0: as the great movies that they are. Yes, <laughs> so what we do on uh, Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces is we get those forgotten gems, those unappreciated masterpieces, those wonders of cinema that have been forgotten by the general masses, and we bring them to you. We shine a torch on these forgotten movies. And what's the film we're watching today, Bartek?
1: Today, Ryan, the film we are watching is Fina Vniego Babka. <sighs>
0: I do not speak polish so this is look we've been doing this for how many months how many episodes it's really embarrassing to me as an independent man that (laughs) that i do not speak polish and you keep speaking polish at me i don't understand what what's the movie okay vita
1: means welcome hi hi the movie (sighs) that we are watching today is Sorority Boys. Sorority Boys? That doesn't Sorority. have
0: the word welcome I think in it. It should be like fraternity <laughs> boys. <laughs> of course, we do not do this alone. Well, sometimes. We've but done, not it twice. Today. Twice, done it twice. Twice you, don't today. Not this episode. What? We are doing the great movie Sorority Boys. And I thought the only guest that we can have on for this feminist masterpiece is, of course, Grace Brown.
2: Hello. <laughs> Yay, she's
0: back! Yay! Hurrah. We We have not seen you since Bend It Like Beckham. Mm, what uh, wonderful days. That's like episode six or something. That's a while ago. So how have things been since Bend It Like Beckham? Have you become a two-time world karate champion?
2: <laughs> no, I haven't become a two-time world karate champion. I've only become a one-time world karate champion. <sighs> I know.
1: Because only one championship has happened since, right? Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. fair if enough. If you followed the sport, you'd know that. Huh. <laughs>
0: And we, of course, uh, brought you on for this episode because I've had this DVD of *Sorority Boys* since DVDs came out, and I've not known you that long. <laughs> this is like one of the first DVDs my parents bought because they like, oh, this looks like a silly fun movie. They probably bought this and *Bend It Like Beckham* together, <laughs> uh, and and I thought when I was how old would I have been like ten? What, what year? No, two thousand and two. Two thousand two, oh, you would've been nine. Like when I was nine, ten, I was thinking sorority boys. Hmm. This reminds me of Grace Brown, who I've yet to meet.
2: <laughs> who at this time <laughs> is like eight? Two thousand and two, we said. Yeah, eight. Oh no, I'm seven.
0: Seven years old. Seven years old. Seven year old Grace. You know, this DVD box cover
1: says that it has medium level sex scenes. Medium. Now, now, there was a really intense movie called The Terminator, which I believe only had a low-level sex scene.
0: And this is exactly like Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Terminator's low-level. Is... This is medium-level. Medium. level well, medium we building up. Okay, so Sorority Boys is the film, ladies and gentlemen. And as I mentioned, Sorority Boys is a feminist classic. It is a great tale. One might say... A tale beyond tales, a tale that transcends time, dimension, and space. It is a tale as old as time, perhaps, maybe even older. And this movie says everything that every movie should say ever. And this movie's probably the most uh, groundbreaking one we've done, wouldn't you say, Bartek? Oh
1: yeah, man. The this ground's movie, cracked.
0: This movie has dogs. It has boobs. It has gender bending. It questions morality. It has possible rape. It has everything that. It doesn't, does it? <laughs> oh, oh no. It does. As we can guess, Grace, you haven't watched the movie, have you? <laughs> I,
2: I think I watched
0: it... When like, you were young? Yeah,
2: like years ago. Okay, so... By accident. Okay,
0: you're going to remember it when it comes on, because I hadn't watched this movie since 2009, mm-hmm. and I remembered it pretty, pretty well once watching it. So this movie has everything. But why I say this movie is the most groundbreaking, yeah, sure, all those things are pretty groundbreaking. But this movie ended sexism. Oh, good God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen sexism since this movie? That's right. It it hasn't happened. It's gone. This movie did one thing that no other film could do: destroy sexism. I mean, patriarchy dismantled.
2: Well, I, I (laughs) thought.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Well, if
2: anything could. Yeah, the patriarchy's
0: gone. Mm. It's gone, dismantled, destroyed. Sorority boys came in like a wrecking ball.
2: The women have been there, but like Beckham would be so proud.
0: They helped this movie because Bendy Like Beckham needed more men dressed up as women playing soccer. No, it absolutely While this isn't. movie has men dressed up as women playing gridiron. Oh, yeah. Grace gives a discerned look like, that doesn't happen. This, Grace, this <laughs> or, movie has everything. It even is, has Lex Luthor himself, Michael Rosenbaum from Smallville. Wait a second. Is, is American football and gridiron the same thing? Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: So that is. That is. Hmm. That is, of course, And the, uh, the
1: the front cover has you know a joke on it, too. It's, it's at the top, look closer, and then in brackets, not that close. It's like, you know, you look really close, and then it's like, hey, man, you're being a bit of a perv. Don't look that close. It's a funny little joke.
2: Yeah, someone took at least two minutes to think of that.
0: <laughs> so... We're gonna no longer take two minutes to get to this classic. <laughs> we're gonna start this now. So well, don't say it. now you have to do the countdown no, 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 first. No, there's always a countdown, Bartek, because this movie's had me counting down for years. <laughs> all right, we're gonna start this in three, two, one, one play. play. Nope, No, <laughs> all faked you out <laughs> again. Three. three. Two, Two, one, one play. play. Oh, we're here. Touchstone. They touch my stone. <laughs> Remember, sexism is over. Yep. Touchstone
1: Pictures also released uh, Wild Hogs.
0: Wow. I'm emotionally enthralled by that piece of information.
1: Yep. N formation.
0: My formation.
1: Check out all this history you have right here. It's it starts off with the the opening credits, but it's like world building. The the setting the university of the film
0: wow I'm enthralled like I I can't keep my eyes off. look oh my god it's a man look is it's... that foreshadowing Grace <laughs> do you know do you know what foreshadowing is Yes I it's when the movie sh- goes
2: I oh.
0: <laughs> it's when the movie goes from black and white to color Oh god Duh <laughs> didn't you not know that so- now Grace, you're missing out because you haven't seen this movie in a while. This guy talking has the greatest voice ever. <laughs> like he sounds sa- Bartek, could you do an impersonation of how he sounds? <laughs> oh no, give us actual dialogue. Um... You do not interrupt the meeting. Yeah, he kind of talks like that. He, he talks like the like, yeah, I can't even do it. He
2: looks like he would talk like
0: that. Yeah, yeah he kind of sounds like yeah, he, Will Brooks.
1: He, he, sounds our like, first ever guest. he sounds like the voice I was doing, but also kind of more dumb jockey, which is funny yeah. because he's not a dumb jock. But, but he is rich, so he's I guess very he rich. has
0: a like. He's like, hey, I will not tolerate this during my ceremony. <laughs> it's great. This guy is, of course the one I'm talking about with the voice is the antagonist. Spoiler alert. He's so antagonistic, he's probably in the film for like three minutes. Yeah, he's like a
1: background kind of antagonist. Like, he
0: causes the sorority boys to become sorority boys.
1: It's to the point where, like, uh, his, his name is Spencer, and throughout the movie they talk about him, they say Spencer, and you're like, oh, Spencer, that's the name of the leader of the group, right? There's never a point where they're like he's the one that messed it up. They always say Spencer, so like mm. you just have to remember. Has there
0: ever been a good person called Spencer? Has there been a hero called Spence?
2: Spence, maybe, but not Spencer. Spencer no. is very much either the nerd or the
1: antagonist. Yeah.
0: Rich boy. Rich boy. Well, he's kind of both-ish. <laughs> oh yeah, he's
1: definitely both. Yeah. I don't know so much about how good his grades are, but he's definitely yeah. Uh,
0: here's dog. a dog that we will see fraternity? for two scenes.
2: Ah, well, there's the first one done.
0: Oh, look, it's everybody's favorite plot device Hello. Dildo Catapult. Yeah. <laughs> he uses a <laughs> Dildo Catapult. <laughs>
2: of course he does. Their fraternity um, is KOK. So... And
0: their sorority is DOG. So, cock and dog. Of course. Cock dog.
1: DOG. Also, Grace, do you think it would be funny if the people from the DOG house were called dogs for the whole movie? Because that's what they're called for the whole
0: movie. Of course they are. The original title of this movie was called Dog Catchers. Oh. Because throughout the movie, they play a little game called Dog Catcher in which they come in and put a net over an ugly woman from the dog sorority which and then throw them out on the street it'll like ha- animals. It'll happen in about a minute, actually. <laughs> Grace says that, if only this is a visual podcast, because the look on your face, Grace, just says it all. I am it horrified. Says, yeah, well, to end sexism, you must be sexist, because it has to have sexism to end sexism, because if there is no sexism, to end sexism, I mean, how, how do we know it was there in the first place? It's like, can you like, get a tree-
2: corona in a can? Because he's got a can of corona, and I don't know if you can get corona
0: in a can. It was only 2000s. It was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was like the same way as Scooby-Doo. So mm. this dog now nah, is gone. We never usually see it again. Mm. The dog sniffs out women, primarily in, from their pussy, and runs to the hot ones for him to hit on them. So his dog is his actual wingman. Isn't that great?
2: How does the dog know that they're attractive? I are they guess... attractive by the dog's standards?
0: No, they're tr- I guess in this movie's universe, women's vaginas give off a different kind of fragrance depending how hot you are. And if you give off the right kind of fragrance for the dog to run towards it, I mm. guess... I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. Oh, here it is. Dog catcher. And they're all yelling it. They're like, dog catcher. And oh, there she is.
2: She's she's not
1: attractive. She's there, just a no, no. party pooper. It's because she's from the DOG house.
0: Yeah. Okay. And this is the main love interest woman who's of course for one of the characters for yeah. one of them no for all of them why not she's <laughs> yeah. a social justice warrior now in case you don't know what a social justice warrior is they're an extinct race of people that fought for equality but also kind of um helped in uh, not giving equality i don't know what that's about it's it's a bit awkward but um they fought for it and against it i guess without Intentionally doing so, and and she's one of these legendary warriors. I Too bad they're not around today. I would like to have one on the show to hear their opinion. So,
1: like the type specifically is more like the women's
0: rights. Yeah, or... yeah. Women's yeah. rights. She's up for general rights. Like, I don't know. Mainly women, I think. I don't think she cares about the poor.
1: This okay. this movie does touch on an aspect of you know. Both. <laughs> Touches something.
2: While you were talking, we saw four <sighs> pairs of tits.
0: <laughs> I like how you counted how many pairs Someone of tits. Someone has stirred That's has a defective me, vibrator. Like, if you just hit it, on it. No, but it shouldn't explode. Like, they shouldn't, like, explode sparks.
2: They, okay, this is a little bit disgusting, but they had, like, a bin of dildos <laughs> that had been thrown at them. Just yeah, remember that bin of dildos.
0: That's not a red herring, by That's the way. That's not a red of herring. It it's a like, major plot device.
2: <laughs> also, our three mains, I think about two of them look far too old for college.
0: Well, no, there is a joke about one of them. He's been there for nine years.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, why wouldn't he be? of course.
0: And the other one, what, well, Michael Rosenbaum? Like, mm. Lex Luthor? It's because he's wearing a wig. Like, throughout this movie, he's wearing a wig because he was doing the television show Smallville, where he was Lex Luthor, and he had a shaved head. So that's... He said, I want the worst-looking wig that you've got, and they gave him the worst one that they had. And Excellent. that's probably why he looks significantly older, because he also looks incredibly weird. Like, you know he's bald, and they've just shoved something on his head. Mm. It takes away from his real age. I don't know how old he is. I imagine he's like forty-five.
2: Okay. One of them looks like a poor man's Paul Rudd. Check
0: out this scene. Yeah, that's Paul. Ru- I mean, yeah, that's Michael Rosenbaum. <laughs> or he's that okay. Michael Rudd and Paul Rosenbaum? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So the walk of shame. I then. remember this bit. Of course you do. Memories. Uh,
2: I think. This flashbacks. The, yes, flashbacks.
0: Where it's like, oh, okay. I hated when I had to do the walk of shame personally, and okay. there was a man with a photograph.
2: That frat brother, whatever they look like
0: Ben he... Affleck.
2: No, he <laughs> looks like he be... he's... he looks like a Mormon because he's got like yeah. proper hair and like the whitest, whitest smile I've ever seen.
1: The photo guy.
2: Yes, the photo guy, and yeah. also the the dude who screamed dog catcher, like he was. <laughs> The mask, like he was wearing the mask in Jim Carrey's *The Mask*.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and here is, I don't know what he's supposed to be. Like, is it's supposed to be like man? this nineteen fifties looking weasel guy.
2: He's he's got like overgelled Edward Cullen vampire hair. He doesn't look. Oh my really- god, could
0: you imagine him in *Twilight*? Like his character as Edward instead, where he's Jimmy. actually just trying. Yeah, Jimmy, and he's just trying to like. Well, I guess there would be no difference between Twilight and this if you shoved his character in there because they're all trying to get with Bella against her will. I guess it would make I'm sense.
2: Not against her will. Some of the time.
0: <laughs> be honest. Be honest. Some of the times, Bella's just like... Well, I have to get the voice right. I'm not lazy. So I did not breathe through my nose enough.
1: We We have to acknowledge the fact that Spencer just established that the <clears throat> black KOK's name is Big Johnson. <laughs> because it's not mentioned later on and it really adds to the movie remember that this person who's in a place called cock is named big johnson oh
0: like throughout the movie they do different styles like this where they have like still images as joke things like um cutaway gags they just kind of stop with these gags halfway through the movie and they just never return to them again and i'm like oh this is kind of interesting i actually really like these cutaway gags i thought it was quite interesting but then they just like nah we're done no more cutaway gags
1: And Family Guy started around this time. This
0: inspired Family Guy, which also ended sexism. Actually,
1: did Family Guy start in the late 90s? Nope. (laughs) No, Family Guy was definitely after this, yeah. Yeah, sure. So they, they went with the cutaway gag and they went a bit far.
2: I think the reason they go they, like <laughs> cut away on the like the Look, single photo like montage gags, cause it's just they they've gone footage. so hard in this one minute with them. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. That guy that they just cut away to is—he's um, in everything. He's in "Just Shoot Me," isn't he? Mm. He's the guy in "Just Shoot Me." I'm pretty sure, like the janitor in "Just Shoot Me," mm. and he's a janitor in this. So Maybe. does that mean? David Spade could be in this universe, thus making this the same universe as Just Shoot Me and... Dickie Roberts. I hope so. (laughs) Could you imagine Dickie Roberts just walking through here being like, yeah, I'm a former child star. And just like, he parties with the frat boys and they can't tell if he's a man or a woman either. (laughs) Like, he joins them. Like, he's their fourth one, but he doesn't wear any dresses. It's just his hair that confuses all of them. Mm. Because David Spade has pretty girly hair. Look at this guy in, like, the left corner. That's (laughs) (laughs) the Mormon. The Mormon looks fucking angry. Oh, my God. Well, Jimmy just looks upset. Like, I feel sorry for Jimmy. That's a phrase I'll use a lot in this movie. I feel sorry for Jimmy. Yeah. So they
2: they lost the money or the money was stolen. Yeah. So what happened was
0: Spence framed them. Like, he stole the money. He's the only other one with the key. Which is... Why don't they just say... We'll investigate both of you. Neither of you can be in charge. We can't trust the other guy with the key to be the honest one either. So wouldn't it be even better if this was like a movie where Spence is also kicked out? He has to dress like a woman too. (laughs) but He's got his own independent plot in which he's doing the exact same thing they are, but from an antagonistic point of view. Is that a
2: book called Doofuck? Yeah, one of them's
0: called Tufa, which is, I imagine, like, how would you get that nickname? I imagine you're Doofy. Later on, you find
1: it's hinted that his real name's Robert. Yeah, Robert.
0: Oh, this guy, I was watching this yesterday, and this guy, no, we don't have the audio on, but this guy's voice is the most, like, Well, hi there, guys. I like money. Do you know that I like money? Yes. Hey, guys, he's my son. I produced him with money.
2: Now... (laughs) <laughs> I rubbed some money together And it just popped out I gave
0: my wife some money And <laughs> then he popped out <laughs> His
1: wife's a vending machine So
0: that guy laughing just there Profusely And a few of the other people are from the movie Animal House Which is the ultimate college frat boy Kind of party movie In all of cinema So without there Animal ha- yeah, The guy from before Yep yeah. So without Animal House, this movie might not exist. So thanks the nineteen eighties. Mm. <laughs> John Belushi was in Animal House. I mean, he wasn't in this. He was dead by this point. But they could have got his corpse for a cameo. I don't know.
2: Would have been expensive. Would have been
0: smelly. Yeah. Why don't you just get <laughs> a different would be corpse happy.
2: and go? This is John Belushi's corpse. Who's gonna know?
0: Jim Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> According to
2: Jim, <laughs> this is not John's corpse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I just imagine Jim Belushi standing there, like, in one of those promo photos for according to Jim, in his, like, dad jeans up to his waist with, like, his rolled-up tartan shirt, just his arms crossed, being like, that's not his body. <laughs> and then just, like, slaps Andy on the head. <laughs> He's like, get out of here, duke. Did you know that there's a biopic on John
1: Belushi's life?
0: Oh, yes. And it's one of the worst movies ever made, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I need to watch it. But at the moment, we're watching Sorority Boys. Now, Sorority Boys. How do you think the title got to be? Like, who do you think... Like, how do you think they came up with the title name? Did you, They couldn't get Dog Catchers. Don't know why. Maybe the Dog Catchers Union were like, This movie's inappropriate.
2: No, I think they just kind of went Dog Catchers is a really weak title and you have to see the movie to get the title. And so, we can't it's like he just bank sh- on people seeing the movie. He
0: just shot open this trunk with a gun.
2: Where did he get the gun? It's America. Oh yeah, of course. He had one
1: in his And he's also pocket. he's
0: also like 40 years old so yes. he could just get it anywhere.
1: So, yeah, I think maybe they didn't want to call it Dog Catcher because it's a running joke in the movie. Not 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 too many things are named after their running jokes, are they? No. no.
0: Well I'm mean, the running joke of this American f- pie. Well one of the American major American pie. But of-
2: American pie is also a phrase.
0: Yeah, I know, but And a song. Yeah, but because it's just a flickering years. moment in the film, American Pie. It's not where a he has flickering sex moment. It's what? not like, uh, it's not in its, it's not like, that's not even a recurring gag in American Pie, the singular movie I'm talking about, like the first one. It's just one scene where he has sex with a pie. That's it. We don't see, like, him giving foreplay to the pie later. No, we don't see him roll over in bed and be like, here, honey, and, like, gives the pie a, like, pat on the face. Well, you know, to fuck over my argument, I guess (laughs) in
1: this case it's also sort of the case because the whole big running gag of this movie is the fact that they're obviously guys. What? Dressed as women.
0: I'm surprised. And doing fake high voices. So, Grace... You're a woman, arguably. Which not arguably. <laughs> which I one. one do you think you look like the most out of the, the, the three? I don't
2: think I look like any of the Yeah, most. but you have to choose. Uh, it's, well, I'm not blonde.
0: Oh. Yeah, it doesn't matter about hair colour necessarily. Like, which one do you relate to? Which of these masculine characters <laughs> do you relate to? Ryan asks. No, which of these masculine, feminine characters? Remember, sexism ended because of this, so masculinity and feminine, femininity ended as well. It it. We're all just one now. Okay.
2: <laughs> um. It might be the brunette one.
0: What, like the the main one?
2: The main one, yes. I
0: relate to the brunette one too. Excellent. Because if I was the a one man right now, no, that's clearly blonde. This is Michael Rosenbaum. Let's all remember that this one, the one with the fat ass, is Michael Rosenbaum. Okay. Uh, so, the one that did you Since you haven't like, seen the movie in ages, uh, there's a whole plot about how fat his ass is. Of course. Because he's a woman, right? And then and he's not really a woman, he's a man. And he's, they're just like, you got a fat ass. And he's so like, So, does no.
2: he have a fat ass as a, as a man?
0: No, as a man. Because men are different. No one cares they just about have a guy's Massive asses. <laughs> yeah. Well, men's asses in comparison to women's don't matter if they're bigger. It's like women's, like, ideally, according to the patriarchy, either they have to be like big, bouncy booties or just like tight apples. Tight There's no in between <laughs> butts. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fair. And enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bartek. Yeah. When you watched this movie for the first time, Yesterday. what did you, yeah, what was your expectations of where it would go? What was your feeling and how did you feel afterwards seeing the movie?
1: Well, I don't know if this is necessarily what you told me or if it's what I rem- of like, you know, recall, but when you described this movie to me a very long time ago, you said that it was about three guys who dress up as women to get into a fraternity to try to get with women or something that i, I don't think you told me that specifically no That's... no i
0: said like they get they they dress up as women to get back into their fraternity
1: okay yeah so i i misremembered what you said so i assumed it would be something more akin to this really great movie called screwballs <laughs> wherein it's about five teenage guys played by adults but you know teenage guys trying to be the first person to take the virginity of this girl named purity bush <laughs> which is very much a live action cartoon, very funny movie, which I am lucky enough to have on DVD when I bought it for two dollars. So,
0: <laughs> what was your so you had expectations of screwballs when it wasn't screwballs? No, 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 no. Like when the opening credits said sorority no, boys. No, stop not putting words. Stop putting words in my mouth.
1: I'm sorry, sorry for making my microphone go red, but stop it. I'm saying that that was my like, the movie that I could compare it to. Fair enough. So I thought, oh, maybe it's going to, you know, be one of these really big comedy things, not too heavy on the plot. But I was wrong. It was a very deep story, and like you said, it killed sexism.
0: It killed sexism. I mean... Killed it dead. I and mean, is this the greatest movie ever made?
2: Uh, oh, yeah, of course. No, that's better. Like Beckham.
0: No, they're all great movies, but could this be better? Because It Like Beckham gave a push towards ending sexism, but this, this was like a big bloody knife in the heart of sexism and was yanked out of that heart and sexism just bled out. Well, well, we,
2: let me, we, we like a just, period. We did just talk over a very like strong <laughs> moral lesson where like they all just got dog caught like they got dog catchered at the, <laughs> the KOK the KOK
0: party. Oh, cock.
2: and they were like oh I like when they were like dog catcher dog catcher like oh I love this this is great and then it happened to them like oh no this is shit oh, we're in a net
0: now there is a I lot... wrote in my notes <laughs> irony <laughs> there is a lot of getting come up in question like is there is comeuppance there comeuppance have been gotten as many many times are There are Except, a lot of callbacks yeah, okay In this movie I Okay I haven't seen it in a long time But I thought Okay it's either Michael Rosenbaum's character Would be the one His character's name's Adam by the way Madam I'm Adam The Uh, woman one is Adina Adina um, I thought his name was Dean, hence his name was Adina. But I kind of got used to him just being Adina. But what I was saying was, I thought Michael Rosenbaum's character was going to be like the brains of the operation, but Doof is the brains of the operation. Sort of. Like Doof, no, no, Doof is like I've got a plan, and then they're in dresses. Mm. Like I there wanted them to no, have that sequence in which, like, there okay, no if I, there was no. Oh, there will be montages. Don't yes, get me wrong. Montage, it's no, it's montage. no better like Beckham. Uh, that broke <laughs> montages.
2: Was it a montages? like? That?
0: 22 or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought it was
1: around 18, 16. I don't know.
0: But either way, I thought Michael Rosenbaum was going to be the brains. But Doofa's the brains. The guy whose literal he name Doofa. is Doofa. <laughs> and I, he, says, I, no, no, he says to them, I've got a plan. And then they're just in dresses. Like I thought it was going to be like this. Okay, this is the difference between a paid professional and me. If it was me, I would have come up with, ideally... Like Again, I'm not paid professional. I would have come up with, like, a witty, funny scene in which he's pitching to them the idea, hey, how about we dress up as girls for who knows how long and try and get back in? Mm. Like, I thought that would be a really good scene, but they're just like, nah, fuck it. We need more scenes with hairy women.
1: I think... Th- you, you're saying that Doof is the brains of the operation. I think he's falling to that by default because he's the one that's actually coming up with an idea. Yeah, but no, 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 no. He comes up with all the plans in the movie. Yeah, so the like, other two, like, they're just not getting ideas.
2: She is in, like, ev- she is the no-hoper in pretty much every, like, teen raunchy yeah, comedy from the you, 2000s.
0: You know how she sounds in this, right?
2: Yes, how she always
0: sounds. I think i super duper. <laughs> i super duper. <laughs> <laughs> super-
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, she's the same character. And then this and
0: is Patty. Patty. She's a
1: giant. She, she's the first person in the movie to get dog catch. <laughs> she
2: was the dog catch, yeah. Oh no, yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: When the lover just called them like plus size hair? I even...
0: thought, I actually wrote the social justice warrior characters in this movie are a lot harsher than the actual misogynists in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but funny that. Because there's a scene later, sorry about There's a scene later where he attends women's studies and the teacher just goes, Excuse me are you in the right class? And he's like, yes, I'm doing women's studies. And she goes, "Ah, uh, really? This is women's studies. And I'm like, okay. Okay, then. I guess men can't join in in women's studies. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Sexism. So I, I was just going to say, because I mentioned earlier... It's early, hard to be a man. I
1: mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, one of the big jokes of this movie is that they're obviously men dressed as women and they're doing, you know, just fake... Hi, falsetto no voices. Oh, my God. But, um. My
2: but, like, Bruna.
1: that plus-size thing, which, I mean, women can be plus-size too, but, like, it's kind of, like, one of the... <laughs> 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 what?
2: Thank you,
0: Bartek.
2: <laughs> I'm glad. I have hey, a hey,
0: The patriarchy is dead, so anyone can be plus-sized now. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I, was, on. I you was saying that to
1: preface the next point, that, like, you know, typically men... Are bigger mm. than women. So that was like the only... Especially in
0: the butt department. We just talked yeah.
1: about this earlier. Yeah, and the crotch. And that's like the... Uh, that's like the only line sort of like trying to masculinise these characters. Otherwise, they're just, oh yeah, you're, you're women. So...
2: Why are they wearing women's underwear? They don't have to wear well, women's underwear.
0: No, in in their defense, they wear bras, obviously. But why they wear women's underwear is actually if they
2: Women's. Women's.
0: <laughs> women's underwear... Why? Because they wear dresses all the time, most of them. And if you saw Michael Rosenbaum, Lex Luthor, before, he still sits like a guy with his legs spread. I did so see if that. you're going to wear underwear <laughs> underneath it and you're aware that that's going to be a possibility, mm. you wear women's underwear. Like, I'm not going to... Look, it's hard not to reference the film White Chicks as much as I like to this film does something that white chicks did not in white chicks they didn't wear women's underwear from a good portion of it and there's a scene in which somebody sees up their skirt and sees their dick and they're like oh my god see this movie doesn't have that this movie just has a blind woman entering a shower with a man that she thinks is a woman and he casually puts suds on his imaginary breasts and then bathes with her and gets an erection. Of course. Take that, Wayans brothers. Okay. <laughs> oh, boobs. Now, I don't think they're her breasts because they don't show her face and the boobs. Mm. I think it's like a, a, a body devil. A body devil.
1: I can... Oh, great. <laughs> There's the best What's part. What's he bringing sausages into the shower for?
0: Oh, and that's not how erections work. Okay, Grace? If you just drop something on someone's erection, the dick's gonna, like, smack down. Like, it'll be hurting a lot. But it's not gonna just, like, catch it. You got a weird dick, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just... You just have an erect dick right now. But you have an erect dick, and you just, like, throw a face... like Not, like, just... Oh, from... Like, think, she dropped that from really high up. The weight and the momentum hitting your hard, erect dick, and they can be sensitive, especially if they're hit, will just make the dick still bounce. It's not going to just catch it. You're the one with a weird dick. Maybe oh. maybe I am just strong Polish man. Grace, you, you might know something about dicks. Am I right on this issue? Yeah, you're a dick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> My phone's going red.
2: How
1: dare
2: you? Um, well, well, I was calling Ryan a dick. I don't have...
0: I thought you called Grace a dick. <laughs> no, I was calling Ryan a dick.
2: Oh, I thought you called me a dick No. Well.
0: Okay, Grace, to clarify things, you are a dick. Let's How move dare on.
2: How you? are no, the original dick. How here. dare you, um, dick? I, I, I agree that, that if you dropped something on a dick, it would give way. I do agree with that. Thank yeah. you.
0: I guess it takes. It's all I'm asking. <laughs> it's <all> I'm asking. <laughs> I, I guess. What counteracts me in these podcasts? Where I just say something like, "The sky is blue," and he will just be like, "Well, that's fucking ludicrous. It's clearly teal." And I'm like, "Oh, get out!" Ryan, look outside. It's clearly white right now. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. There's plenty of. Oh, uh, he just told him to suck his dick. Talk, nice. See, he knew we were talking about dicks. He knew. Oh. Okay, so this movie is beyond the normal conventions, right? I thought there was going to be a lot more of these kind of... Um, small little kind of scenes where he's like goes from woman to man, woman to man. Like, mm-hmm. somebody's going to catch him between. But none of that happens. It's only that one time. Mm-hmm. Oh, here she is. I wish we knew her name. I think her name's Professor Cunt. Because okay. she really is. <laughs> like, look at this. He's just like... Oh, excuse- uh, in all fairness... That is
2: the- fullest lecture hall I've ever this, seen. Well,
0: yeah, femalehood in crisis. Like she's such a bitch.
2: That's what the unit's called. Yeah, but
0: it? no, the way she's saying it, she's like Ugh. And then she's like have a seat. And she's just mm. so disgusted. And like and then throughout the lesson she'll say something about men and then like directed at him, like mm. this is your fault, like individually you. Also, she uses the phrase Histonomics Like the economics of history Is called Histonomics what, Is that is a real she,
2: word? Is
1: she wrong? Is it know. a real
0: word? I don't do histonomics
1: Hey look Spencer has a cameo
0: Oh my god He has a cameo in his own movie What was, what was the other character called? Was Big Johnson, Big Johnson. <laughs> Look he just crushed him with his Big Johnson <laughs> And oh oh there's a recurring joke throughout the whole movie. Anytime he gets hit, Spencer, he goes, Ah, my collarbone. He, really? <laughs> I just noticed because at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, he gets thrown off a boat, and the last thing you hear is, Ah, my collarbone. <laughs> I didn't realize that that's like a mini recurring joke for him. Like, I guess that's something he says a lot. Like, he's just like, Ah, oh, I guess he is. A previous collarbone injury. I guess this movie's trying to tell us to read deeper into the characters, to look beneath the surface of even Spencer, who might be crippled because he has a serious collarbone injury. I mean it goes into theory that a lot of villains are crippled physically as well as mentally. I guess that's what the film's trying to tell us. Ryan, call me crazy, buddy. You're,
1: You're
0: crazy. Cra- <laughs> Thank you. Call are you trying to say that this movie is multi layered? This movie is not only multi layered, but if I had to guess how many layers there were, how uh, uh, I would say nine.
2: I would say one Ten like million? the levels of hell, nine. I would say two, but it's actually really only one layer sort of folded over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's it, bi layered? It's yeah, well mm-hmm. I mean, there is a character in that movie in this movie that's bisexual, so and then,
2: like... is, is, are they
0: explicitly called bisexual? No, <laughs> of course okay. not. The main just... female character falls in love with his female persona. And then she's like, well, that makes sense. I'm gay. And then at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, she finds out he's a man. And then because of plot contrivances, I mean, because of great writing... She gets with him in the end mm-hmm. because I guess she's no longer gay. She just loves so, being lied to. And she loves manipulation. So I guess because she got with women and got with uh, has gone with men, I guess you have to draw the conclusion that she's probably bi. Probably. Mm, I mean, probably. I don't know if she's pan. I don't know where she lays in the spectrum, but I have to guess cuz this movie's only got nine layers. Why do
2: people think she's deaf?
0: No, 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 no. It's because she's got an
1: annoying voice and if she talked in sign language, they wouldn't have to hear it. Oh, okay. God. Oh,
2: can you just please (laughs) throw that straight hair away? It's bothering me so much. I know it's meant to, but it's working and I hate that I'm giving this movie something.
1: I do like how this character here is like trying to not make a big deal out of it when it touches her. I like. Like, no, keep to the script.
0: Now, you were going to say something, Bartek, but yes. just if I can just butt in for a second. Well, yeah, I've only been trying to say for 20 minutes. Go ahead. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just think that Doofa is one of those magical, imbecile characters because he's kind of like... um, Is it Neil from The Inbetweeners? Where I haven't seen it. They're so dumb that they're pure on a level. like They're so dumb that they're innocent. Because Doofa, we never saw him be a real sexist, misogynist asshole before. We just saw him be like, "Oh, come on, guys, leave her alone." Yeah. Well. And then he's the one out of the three of them that actually gets to know the individual women that are part of the sorority. Like, Mm. we all should aspire to be Doofa. Yeah. Well, later on, he even has that speech during the. Kitty party
1: thing. Yeah. Where he talks about how all the stuff he's done in his life was be- to, you know, make friends. Like, he didn't... Yeah. He didn't want to crush cans of beer on his forehead all his life. And CAT scans are really expensive and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and the migraines. Oh, but now, Bartok, let's
0: hear it. what did What did you want to say?
1: Uh, well, basically, I just wanted to talk about why this movie is in the public eye biased scene towards not being that good. Yeah. This movie is one of the movies that we have done on this show that is on Roger Ebert's Worst Movies Ever list.
0: Why?
2: I knew he was on something.
0: What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you you mean that he was that a sense. senile old oh fuck? <laughs> I, you so, I mean... Look, I'm not saying that we should appreciate death of certain people, but if you don't like sorority boys... <laughs> well, to be fair, Robert... Sorry, Roger Ebert... I am Ebert,
2: looking at you and I am so appalled.
0: <laughs> come
1: closer and tell me that. Roger Ebert, he, in his later years of life, he would call... He would... Set What's the What's poops. a bad... Like, he would judge. Like, what's a bad word for judge? He uh, would label... Con- he would...
2: Condemn. He
1: would... Yes, condemn. He would condemn movies... Of being horrible while having a permanent smile on his face.
0: Yeah, I bet he didn't even like Big Fat Liar or something...
1: Well, an asshole. So, and you know what? He's He was very popular in the whole movie industry. So, you know, he's yeah. got to have
0: some credibility. Why are you so attached to Roger Ebert, Grace? Like, <laughs> why do you love him so oh. much? Because you are disgusted with my <laughs> condemnation of a condemner. Well, it's
2: just on the whole, usually, when he positively reviews something, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah well, really well if
0: Hitler positively reviewed Poland, we would have been like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, sure. Well, look, but Ryan, he didn't. Ryan, look. <laughs> <laughs> it means fuck Roger Ebert also right.
2: there's a shocking amount of Powerpuff Girls like, well imagery this is,
0: is uh, early 2000s so Powerpuff mm. Girls were the shit do you, right. you see Tsar there or t
2: Tzar.
0: T-S-A-R what?
2: what is that it's a
0: band It was like a bunch of moody-looking wankers. They probably liked Roger Ebert. Oh, boy, (laughs) then. So, one final thing about... I think there was a woman in there, so I think... Oh, okay. One final
1: thing about Roger Ebert. He was a very well-known reviewer, and you know what? Maybe he was going on to something. Maybe he was right. (laughs) Except, this isn't the first movie we've done that's on his worst movies ever list. Whoa! What? There's one (laughs) other movie... That we've done on this show that's on that worst movie's list. Please don't
0: tell me. It's Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Do you like Scooby-Doo 2? It wasn't on his list. Holy shit. So I co- guess another person likes Scooby-Doo 2
1: as well. We had about, you know, what? Two hours on that movie? He had That a, episode? He yeah, had a fucking minute. Clearly, we've already proven that that movie is fantastic. Therefore, because he's got that movie on his list, he's full of shit. Therefore, it means nothing that this movie's on his
0: list. Yeah. I guess the real sexist is Roger Ebert. Mm. Yeah? I think Grace agrees with that. No, She's I like, out of really all the things that you've that. said, I agree. Roger Ebert was sexist.
2: <laughs> yeah, I said that. <laughs> I burbe spit burbe. on
0: his grave. Mm.
1: That movie was on his list too, and the remake.
0: <laughs> oh, alright. What a sexist.
1: Yeah, I, that, that movie actually is a feminist movie. Unlike
0: this movie, which is pure. F- pure... Filth, 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 <laughs> pure. filth. I was going to say. Feminist idealism. Are you guys one of those vitrolic people who,
1: like, bad mouse movies you like? Who? He's calling this movie filth.
0: I don't call it filth. I guess Grace is just a filthy person. Uh, Take a bath. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Take a bath. <laughs> so <clears throat> so this, film, this film has many emotional layers to it. And uh,
2: now we've established it's one layer folded in half. <laughs> no,
0: it's... Well, Ryan said nine. It's nine. It's nine layers. It's
2: like the circles of hell, yep, yep. Yeah, like,
0: no. It's, it's like nine... You could divide that three times. This movie has three acts. So divide each act into wow. different layers.
2: Also, how many times is the song Dude That Looks Like a Lady in this film?
0: I think it's... Not mm. at all, is it? I don't think it's in it at all.
2: <laughs> Maybe they couldn't afford it.
0: Well, this movie only had, like, a $15 million budget. They had to buy Powerpuff Girl merchandise. Yeah, they had they, to buy... They
2: spent all their money on Powerpuff oh, Girls. Are
0: women's lines really this long?
2: Uh, yeah. Anyway? Yeah, um... I mean, outside at, of sporting events. At Rod arena well, getting out of a concert, it's a really Well, long that's long. not
0: surprising. It's the same for men. But, like, at college, university... Um, yeah.
2: They tend to be pretty full after a lecture. Look, um, he's having
0: more showers with her. Like, he does this repeatedly throughout the movie. And there's and even a scene later where she's like, Stop poking me in the butt. And then you see he has <laughs> both his hands on her shoulders. And it's like, Oh. He's, he's, he's dick. using his knee. Huh? Oh, his
1: dick. His dick. I thought it was his <laughs> oh, knee.
0: Yeah. Oh, also. You know how in other movies, there's a setup and a payoff. A setup and a payoff. Like, for instance, they set up this whole, you've got a fat ass, you're fat, and this Mm -hmm. same guy, and then they pay it off at the end by him, like, pelting a rock through the back of their car, and they just crash and die, presumably. Well, no, one of them's injured. You see that in the next scene. Oh, (gasps) oh. Oh, that's who that guy was. Because had the, the movie, I was watching it and I just saw a guy like a full body brace. I'm like, who's that? Like, I don't remember him at all. And then it's like, you just blew my mind. I'm glad Bartek paid attention because Grace hasn't watched it. So we have to educate her through it. I'm and evidently, I didn't care enough. Because <laughs> I would have known that. But I guess I paid too much attention to the fact that he looks like a real wanker in the scene. I wrote that down in my notes. I'm like, is he being more wankery than usual?
2: His shirt has, like, a 70s pointed
0: That's color. the only shirt he wears as a guy. Exactly. Like, that's the shirt. Our main character's fashions are very diverse. Diverse, mm-hmm. yeah. Like mine. Mm-hmm. I'm a diverse, fashionable guy.
2: I, yeah, actually, that's accurate.
0: Thanks. You're very welcome. Why do you say, like, oh, yeah, actually, like... Everything I've said is accurate. I'm an accurate guy. I shoot from the hip like a porcupine. Porcupine shoot from the hip. What do porcupines shoot? Their, their needles.
2: Their, you made their quills?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Was there a porcupine in Sonic? <laughs> yeah. See? See? He gets it. <laughs> Fucking Roger Ebert. Bet he
1: didn't like the Sonic the Hedgehog movie.
0: I liked how she caught him in his trap. By mentioning breasts like when you mention breasts out loud a woman to a man it just they automatically reveal their real intentions try it on us
2: so mention breasts
0: yeah you you just say breasts breasts oh, I'm, not, I'm not embezzling anything all right oh my <laughs> god oh my god now say it to me breasts This is the best movie ever made.
1: (laughs) Ryan! You really do think that. oh.
0: Deep down, could this be the best one yet? I think so. I think so. Because it's got the French in it. It's got giants. It's got boobs, football, rape. I mean, everything's in it. Everything's in it. Check out those pits. Now... Bartek, you're a hairy guy. Yeah! Do you ever get annoyed by how hairy you are? Because as a, as a guy, I'm not really hairy. Like, I only shave my face, like, once every two months, three maybe. Mm-hmm. But you, you, like, you're incredibly hairy. Does it get bothersome? Um well the thing with me shaving
1: my face is that I'm very negligent about it I just let it grow just because I don't shaving's a pain for me because my beard is thick Mm. the only thing that I would say is that sometimes when the moustache hairs get like below the upper lip level then I like trim them with scissors Uh, that gets a bit
0: annoying so there you go we got a little um, insight on Bartek's uh, shaving routine tune in next week and we'll talk about arse hairs (laughs) Uh, tune in last episode I think we talked about arse hairs too
1: Ah uh, well, we talked about my ass. Though, Find out, it's a popular Grace.
0: Yes, is it bothersome as a woman to have to shave, or you just you just don't because you don't care enough? Because I know that's a way of doing it too.
2: Well, no one, as you said, no one has to shave. Like it's annoying as hell, um, if if you do choose to do it, mm. um, because depending on how quickly your hair grows, like you you got to do it. Like, if not every day, like, every second day. And that's just...
0: And then you're just going through razors? Yeah. And they're expensive. Yeah, they I are expensive. I imagine girls' ones are more expensive because that's just, you know... Because they yeah. Because that's what happened after sexism died.
2: Yeah, exactly. After <laughs> a die. um, it died. It, it's annoying because if you don't do it properly, as we saw earlier in the film... It's very accurate. Hairs. You get little white, um, not white, little red spots on mm, their mm, legs, mm, which mm. You, and, like, they, they they don't sting, but they, like, hurt a bit. And like, the very first time I waxed my legs, which I think I was in, like, year eight or nine, once I'd done it, because I did it myself because I'm a fucking idiot, um, <laughs> I, I, like, I did it, and it was pretty good. I am like, oh, well done, me. Five stars. <laughs> and then, like, 15 minutes later, my legs were bright, bright red and they were like still red spots and they stung. and my my mom came into my room she's like what happened like I, is, is it poison ivy I'm like no um i tried waxing it's
0: like, and oh. then she was like you idiot no, here's he a razor. <laughs> <No, laughs> it's a lot easier that. she
2: was just kind of like well d- don't do it again maybe I'm like yeah fair enough
0: did you ever I... do it again
2: um, I haven't waxed like my- myself again, but I, I have gone to go get waxed.
0: So you're me. like, I'll get it professionally done. Yes. Does it bother you that, that, that that's an industry where no, you no. could go down the road and just get legs waxed, but it's more difficult to just do it yourself?
2: It doesn't really bother me that it's an industry. It, it bothers me that... You just women... lack that skill? Well, it,
0: it bothers me. Yeah,
2: and also like it's hard to do it on yourself. Like, well, at least mm. I find it difficult. And, mm. like, I only
0: tried it once. Once. Yeah. Three times. A lady.
2: Well done. Five stars.
1: So, in this scene just here, Doofa once again brought in a tool for the next plan. Okay, I got
0: confused. What's this scene?
1: That's the scene establishing that if he doesn't do what he's doing right now, he might not get to the position where he'll get an amazing uh, job and uh, he be stuck tucking in old men's
0: hemorrhoids. You tuck them in? Apparently.
2: Aren't they really painful to
1: touch? Yeah,
0: yeah. but I guess he's uh, so large, you could just tuck them in. Right. Just tuck... Hey, boy, chuck my hemorrhoids in. Ryan, we should bring,
1: for our next episode, whatever it may be, bring in a really old guest.
0: Okay, I'll bring your mum in. Ryan, yeah? why would you... Because then she could speak Polish fluently throughout the episode, and I'll be like... I understand her, Bartek. I thought I didn't know Polish, but I, but I understand when your mum speaks it, I guess you just are really shit at Polish. Who knew? <laughs> like, I guess, wouldn't that be... If we ever have at a final episode of this show, mm. it should just be, like, revealed that I speak Polish throughout the whole entire you're time. you're just fucking with me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I just speak Polish throughout the whole episode just to show you up.
2: What a great reveal.
0: No, no, it'd even be better because, like, that's the in front of the scene, but really behind the scenes, I trained myself for, like, months and months to learn Polish, just <laughs> despite Bartek. A for when he was, like, Polish. the sky is actually white outside, I'd be like, fuck him, I'm gonna, I'm gonna train, like, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm preparing for war. Yeah. And I
1: help you, but I forget once you show your results.
0: <sighs> so... Michael Rosenbaum's probably the best well-known star in this picture. Mm -hmm. He played Lex Luthor. That's what he's best well-known for. And he also did the voice of The Flash in the animated series. There's a great episode where The Flash and Lex Luthor swap bodies. And Lex Luthor's just like, I can finally know who The Flash is. And he just walks into a mirror, unmasks The Flash, and he's just like... I don't know who this is. Who is this? (laughs) And that's the end. (laughs) But my favorite thing ever is the fact that he is Lex Luthor playing The Flash, being played by Lex Luthor. (laughs) It's just like all the layers. I mean, not to talk shit about Batman versus Superman, but Michael Rosenbaum does a better, like, he does a better Lex Luthor in this movie than Jesse Eisenberg does actually playing Lex Luthor... (laughs) That's my general thought process about that we movie. just had to stop poking my butt line. Oh, and then now we have this scene in which they've roofied each other. It's really funny.
1: To jump back on Screwballs, this scene is very much live action cartoony, this shot particularly.
0: Yeah, I don't understand because there's no other moments like this in this movie where yeah. people are invincible and cartoon logic.
2: Yeah, and it does. Like, he got thrown out one window and then just like.
0: Returns to through another, another one? Like, he's a boomerang? like yeah. a human Jim, wouldn't that be a great nickname Jimmy the Boomerang Jimmy the boomerang. because he always comes back <laughs> and it's funny because he comes on his back and it's also funny because he's not Australian yeah and he speaks with his like Jersey accent that he has and he's like look who it is it's Jimmy the Boomerang he's like yo <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo. He boomerang, you douchebag and then he's like <laughs> Gets a flick knife out and he goes I'll cut you up and then like throws Whoa. his knife and it comes around like a boomerang and cuts <laughs> him in the hand and he's like why grabs your Zorro's hand the- he grabs your hand cuts your hand open and goes we're blood brothers <laughs> <And> why, <laughs> is, why is he
2: like his fighting tactics so
0: weird the boomerang which was the
1: hurricane that hit Jersey <laughs> Ka- Sandy or Katrina 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 he could have an attack named
0: after Katrina no that's his that's his brother Hurricane Katrina and <laughs> his name's <is> Kerry. He's <laughs> like, oh look, it's my brother Kerry. Oh, is we like come. Hurricane Katrina. And he just like every time he enters a room, he just spins in. <laughs> like that's why he's called Hurricane Katrina. He's it's like, oh, watch out, it's Hurricane Katrina. It's like spins in. You know he's Jimmy the Boomerang's brother. I mean, he's a bit special. He had to repeat the second grade four times, but he's cool. <laughs> hey look, they're getting high. Oh yeah. There comes a point where just drugs enter the movie and they just don't stop for like a solid fifteen minutes.
2: Uh, did they make a bong out of the bathtub? <laughs>
0: I don't know. There are a few bongs in this movie. There's lots of bongs in this movie. She, the giant, breaks like one of them. Oh, yeah. look at those nails. Oh good god. Look, I'm a man and I've never had the painted nails, but I'm I'm a hundred percent sure I would I would do a better job.
1: Well, mm. Ryan, you have a girlfriend. Ask her if you can do it.
0: No, I don't wanna to touch her feet. Jesus. What is wrong with <laughs> <laughs> No I joke. There was a girl in my high school who had a serious fear of feet. A like fear. She... A, a phobia of feet.
2: Oh my god. Would she
0: scream? Yes. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, 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 it was. Because here's <laughs> the part so I was going to tell you.
2: Everyone has feet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was afraid of feet. Mm. And then one day I walked up to her and said, are you afraid of your own feet? <laughs> and then she's just like, I, I, I wasn't... Oh. And then she like <laughs> 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 And then... I asked her like later. I'm like, so, is it weird putting on socks and shoes? And she's like, it is now. <laughs> and she actually she actually told me it takes her like 15 minutes. Because of what you said. Because of what I because I'm like oh my I God, questioned.
2: You her life.
0: It's not my fault. She's a fucking idiot. If she's like can't overcome that fear. Like what happened to her? Did she have a foot incident when she was a kid? Like, it's like oh, could you imagine? It's like a black and white movie, 10 minutes long, silent, and it's called The Foot. And it's like a little girl in a beret running down the street. Her balloon blows in the wind, and a giant foot pops her balloon, and she's like, No! And like is rolling hate down it.
2: Monty Python Oh my god, yeah. But
0: here's the best part she's now engaged to a Big guy. foot? No. To a guy from our school, and he used to like rub his feet, like his bare feet, on her, and she would like scream and cry and everything. So she married. She's going to marry a monster. Her own monster. Isn't that great? <laughs> Not as great as this scene that alludes to to rape. Well, it's. That actually happens, and we're supposed to think of it for comedic value. Well, we don't know that that happened yet because
1: they're both passed out, but no. later on we do
0: learn. Yeah. I mean, it's a scene that's like. Like, that's the pinnacle scene that, like, oh, it's eluded. Like, that's the. He's unconscious, blacks out, wakes up later. It's like, yeah. ooh. But, but it's guy on guy, so it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Because male rape isn't a big deal. So this is. This is the emotional scene in which we find out that, that this chick has feels been like this. she's a
1: lesbian. Well, has been turned.
0: Yeah, she's been turned by the Steve Tyler looking guy. Does she not look like Steve Tyler?
2: I can't think of what Steve Tyler is Yeah, from
0: Aerosmith.
2: Like. Well, that doesn't help. Like, but Bandana Man?
0: No. Big no, it's lips, long hair, father oh, of Liv Tyler?
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. a little bit yeah
0: it's the hair it's no it's the cheekbones the hair and the eyebrows it's
2: walk this way steven tyler
0: that's the only steven tyler i know <laughs> he, he's looked the exact same forever on with Fair bandanas it. on his uh, his bandanas and scarves on his microphone and shit that's that's steve tyler i know he's Fair my it. he's my dad he could be your dad. He's everyone's dad. He
2: absolutely could not be my dad.
0: You don't know that. Steve I Tyler's been know around. You Does Steve know.
1: Tyler sell computers? Yeah. Oh, he could uh, be my dad. St-
2: shit. Unless uh, Steve Tyler lives in New Zealand and washes windows? Then
0: No, like... but he could have been in New Zealand on a tour. <laughs> While selling computers. <laughs> no, you, you know Steve and Tyler has what? kids all around the world, right? Like, he's... Well, impregnated he's so many groupies well, that there's a percent, he huh?
2: He says he has.
0: No, lots of women with their oh. children, and, like Liv Tyler, the actress from Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. He's her dad.
2: Yes, this I know.
0: But there's so many others, like the chick from The Craft. you seen Which, The Craft?
2: Yes, I have seen
0: The, the Craft. The insane chick? one with the big Steve Tyler lips. Oh. She's an illegitimate child of Steve Tyler.
2: <laughs> what? I have no idea where you're joking or not.
0: No, no, I'm not joking. Like, Steve Tyler has so many illegitimate children that it's actually hard to know in certain areas. Here's the bong. Oh, here it is. Oh, there it goes. That was the There was also another musician, um, the guy who sang I Put a Spell on You, the original mm-hmm. one.
2: Oh, screaming J. organs.
0: Yeah, I think it's him, where he also has the exact same incident where he's had so many women impregnated when he's been on tour... Yeah. And there was that story where there was like this reporter talking about that, and he goes, "Hell, you could even be my dad." And he goes, "Yeah, it could be. Let's do a test." And then found out he was his dad. <laughs> so believe me when I say, you could be Steven Tyler's daughter.
2: I refuse to believe
0: you. Why? He's awesome. He <laughs> he's said, not my dad. dude looks like a lady, which was in so many great films, like not like this one.
2: And also the Simpsons.
0: I like how Bartek accepted the fact that it could be his dad. I'm like, does he sell computers? Maybe. And it's like, oh shit, he's my dad. Be like Bartek on this specific incident and just agree with me that he could be your dad. Oh, callback. Irony. Oh, sorry. I wrote in my notes again. Irony? Because yeah. he has a really relaxed attitude about it. He's just like, yeah, take that. Lex Luthor punching someone? I find that a bit awkward. Oof. I find. <laughs> what was it?
2: I was about to say something very weird. Something erotic? you say I was about to say, I find it very exciting, but I, <laughs> I There goes the Mormon.
0: Your favourite character is the Mormon.
2: No, he's a little scumbag. <laughs>
0: his face right there was pretty funny. Do you though. not like Mormons? No, I don't know. Do you have know a problem with religions? Because nope. I now live with someone
1: who's very Joseph very good. Smith is listening.
0: <laughs> oh no, not Joseph Smith. Oh, there it is. He came on the back of his dress. Oh great. And he's like, what flavour was it? Big juicy cock? <laughs> oh dofer. Classic dofer." <laughs> I mean, we all have a friend called Doofa, don't we? I say it's Grace out of the three of us. You're Doofa.
2: How am I? D- well, I am the most compassionate. I feel.
0: And you crush beer cans on your head all the time. Oh, um, frequently. Just can't stop. Can't okay. stop.
2: I've been, I've done it at least eleven times. As also, I don't it. know
0: who Doofa's dad is. Could be Steve Tyler. Oh, <laughs> well, <with> that hair <laughs> it might be. Might be. <laughs> 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 That's not even his real hair. <laughs>
2: so there's Doofa Adam and Robert. Is that correct?
0: Uh, no, no. Doofa's, Doofa's really Robert. Robert. Doofa is Doofa, Robert? Adam. It's I think Dave. Dave.
2: Dave.
0: Dave. And then Adina, Daisy, and Roberta. And the actual yeah. actress of Dave is called Barry. Barry, Barry Watson. Baza. From Barry Watson was in the television show Seventh Heaven. Good on who you. Who starred alongside the bully from I'll Be Home for Christmas, mm-hmm. Eddie. <laughs> the Ed-Man Edster The Eddie So Now Bartek That's my name Yeah I know <laughs> it's your name um, Was there a favourite scene in this movie for you And would you say you have a favourite character uh, Well
1: I mentioned earlier the shot where Jimmy's thrown out the window Then immediately is launched back in That was something that I really liked mm. um, But this scene right here is also pretty good Favourite character, though... Yeah, and it's hard
0: not to say Big Johnson, but go on.
1: That is actually very true, because Big Johnson is very much... He's very much on the side of the people who are, you know, being bad. The bad people, you know, the the misogynists, the people who mistreat the women. But also, nothing bad ever happens to Big Johnson. Big Johnson just gets a happy ending. And he's always very, you know, smiling. Even later on, like, I think his last scene... He's like, you know, doing this serious initiation scene, and then when when he's opposed, he's like, yeah, fair enough,
0: man. Go ahead. This Maybe guy would do they be dead.
2: Keep the bucket of dildos.
0: Because there has to be this scene. They can't be a red herring. Yeah, this has to be connected in Sick. this new scene where he's going to hit him with the dildos. Mm. Oh, are they really that hard where they could just break marble? Oh no. um,
2: summer summer bend. No, no, they couldn't break marble. Good dear God
1: no because that was
0: a marble. That was not
2: marble ceramic at best.
0: Well oh come on, it's a, it's a sorority. You,
1: it might be marble. You guy you're not saying the obvious thing. What Dave is really strong. Dave is strong which one is Dave, oh. Dave is Dave's the, the
0: Steve Tyler one Steve Tyler. Dave's um, the one who's about to eat can I Can I be honest here I like the fact that Michael Rosenbaum the actor said okay when I'm going to do this sequence when I'm going to fight him with a purple vibrating dildo thing I'm going to take an actual fencing stance like he had his arm behind and everything It was like doing legit fencing and he's left handed too um, and, well I guess you know and he's like oh he's dead that's a good flip, <laughs> and also the wig doesn't come off. Now I don't wear wigs. That's a Terminator mm. straw right there. Yeah, I don't wear, wear wigs, but would it have come off?
2: Um, I don't wear wigs either. You know, that's
0: a funny thing. I would assume it would. You don't assume it would. I just yeah. thought I'd ask you, Grace, because you... you're you you you're a girl, so you might have more ideas of hair extension, wigs, all that kind of. Mm hair extensions
2: would not come out a wig probably would. is it
1: just me or when you have, whenever you see a movie or tv show with wig in it do you often think wouldn't it fall off after this yeah i guess some wigs are just really good or something
0: yeah i i like the fact that when they that's my phrase for this i just like the fact that this movie exists like someone wrote this like
1: somebody's. Oh my god, the guy in the very left, he's, he's like got tape around his ankles mm-hmm. and he's like hopping. Is
0: he okay? <laughs> I don't know, but someone wrote that. <laughs> no, no, someone acted that. Yeah, someone wrote and acted that. Yeah, okay, so this movie got money to be made and that's going to be a major thing in this episode because out of all the movies, I can't believe this one got funded. Like, this one was, like, somebody... A big studio was, like... Neither could Roger Ebert. <laughs> someone was, like... to see it. Here you go. And just, like, hand you money. And the director has only directed three things. This is the second one. What
2: was the first?
0: Uh, some independent movie, I think.
2: And the third?
0: And the third was... I can't remember, but it was it was also a mediocre-rated movie as well, unfortunately. But we have to check it out. Next episode, with you on it, we're going to check out this director's whole catalogue. Excellent. All of them. Next episode isn't episode 20, is it? Uh, not, not, not like the literal next episode. Next time we have Grace on.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, that's fair enough.
0: So now it's a football movie.
2: Oh, I see. The, the, the change <laughs> was just Again, so Give so it some credit.
0: It's just one scene. Yeah, but... They had a speech. No, they had the setup, the speech, and then the game. Oh yeah, they have so all. They have all the tropes. So there's three scenes dedicated to the football. Yeah. In theory. Also, one question I have. Maybe you can answer this for me.
1: The people they're versing right now is the house called Tripy, mm-hmm. which has all the girls that have been bitchy throughout the movie. The hot w- ones. Yeah. Was it? Has it been established that they were all from the same house before this point?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, tri has been
1: established. Okay, good. Because no, we had the
0: two tri-pi so girls at the start that were just like, I can't believe they think we're dumb. And then they say a bunch of dumb shit because, you know, women. Am I right? Ugh. You're not right, no. Are you sure? Because this movie ended sexism, so I guess I might be right. Okay, fair enough. Any judgment I have could be correct because this is art. It's so many it's subjective. through
2: t-shirts right now. What was that? There's so many nipples through t-shirts. Oh, there's a
0: reason for that. It no. was the
2: style in the two thousand. No,
0: no, there's a reason for that, Grace. What's Isn't that right? No, no, no. You'll see, you'll see. But remember, this movie has actually got multiple layers because this movie has setup and payoffs. So the setup is nipple t-shirts, and the payoff. Oh, is
2: also nipple t-shirts.
0: Oh, oh yeah, but we'll see. Okay. So the football game is really long, and by this point, I was just. I watched this yesterday. I haven't seen it in a number of years. And by this point, I was saying this to you earlier, Bartek. I was just sitting here going, "Is this how old, how long is this movie?" Because it felt like this movie had already been like an hour and a half long. And I was just like, "Is this movie like two and a two and a bit hours?" I want my giant. <laughs> yeah, I want my giant. Oh, but I'm like, this movie is good This movie has great pacing, because this movie feels longer than it does, because sometimes, let's be honest, we see a length of a movie and can be warded off, say a movie's only like 80 minutes long, we don't take it seriously, because movies are usually an hour and a half long, and then we see movies that are three hours long, and we're daunted by the idea of watching it, like Godfather or something, even though it might be good, it's still like, oh, it's really long, can I can't do that, I'll just watch three hours of TV shows instead, mm-hmm. So, this movie's like, what, 90, 93 minutes long? Yeah. But the pacing makes it feel much longer. makes it feel like it's two and a half hours long. Because by this point, we haven't seen Spencer. What, we haven't seen the antagonist in what was, feels like clearly an hour. Yeah, he was hit by Big Johnson and his colonel. And that's over. it. And that felt like an hour ago. Also, well,
2: that was he three, might- like... Roberta, like unconscious, he was clearly a dummy. Like, mm. no, I, like, I, think
0: Spencer, Roberta. I think Spencer, I think here it is. Yeah. Payoff. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I think Spencer might be in the audience. I'm not yeah, sure. Spencer's just in there being like, oing oing", but he's not saying anything. So, there's the payoff some wet breasts.
1: Ah, but Ryan, there's still more. Oh, oh yeah,
0: oh, yeah, Chris, there's more. Now, Grace, you haven't said much during this because you're absorbing it again. Just like your looking... shit! <laughs> yeah.
2: They don't even need to take the t shirts off because you could so clearly see their moves. It's a. It's. Well,
0: <laughs> What, do you not like breasts?
2: I don't not like breasts. It's just like it's. It's so a this... bit gross.
0: Yeah. So this movie has a lot of the mentality of, uh, you know, it's worse to have tits than there balls. Is. There he is, but mm-hmm. he doesn't say anything. He's in the third from the Is front. it worse to have tits than balls? Because I have balls think... and they're pretty annoying. No, I
2: don't think it plays like it's worse to have tits than balls. I think it's worse to have ball than balls than tits is what this movie says. No,
0: no. This movie's showing that being a woman's oh, really... we don't
2: want to see balls.
0: No, like saying it's... Harder to be a woman than to be a man. It's harder to have tits than to have balls. Well, That's what that phrase well, indicates. Well, the common okay. the common comparison there is is a it... keep up with your Lily Allen lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, oh. It's hard out there a for a bitch. Oh, I see. She says it's it, try a growing pair of tits instead of having balls.
2: Mm. Okay, because I because I thought you, you like, the whole thing was a lyric. I'm like, how, how well do I not <laughs> know my Lily Allen?
0: Not well enough. So, I quite like her. This movie is like just. All right, still. I love Lily Allen. You
2: <laughs> 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 look so sheepish. I, I'm,
0: no, no. I'm, what happens is, with my taste in music, um, unfortunately, let's be honest, in, in music, there's just. In my taste, I like old school rock and roll, punk, whatever. There's just not very many great female musicians in that genre of music outside of, like, Blondie or Susie Quattro or whatever.
2: You've I, just named two, like,. No, no, but what I'm
0: saying is, that in comparison to the male... Yes,
2: yes, yes. That's
0: what I'm saying, like, there's only a few. The fact that I can only list you, like, four female musicians that I genuinely like and listen to is is appalling. Because I like a female voice in comparison to a male voice a lot more. But there's just not in my style of music that I like as many female musicians out there. And when I say, oh, I like Lily Allen, it's kind of weird because she's kind of modern and her stuff's a bit more pop-like for what I like, but I like the fact that she's dirty (laughs) and uh, mean. (laughs) And her film clips are great. I love Lily Allen's film clips. I love the one, um, was it London? LDN or whatever it is, and it's just like her skipping through and everything's idealistic and then you see what it's actually like and it's shit. Yeah. Like um... she jumps over a steaming pile of shit, but in her vision it's like a bunch of flowers or something.
2: (laughs) And like the the boy goes up to help a grandma with his yeah, shopping. and he's actually mugging her. <laughs> yeah, uh, cracks her over the head. Doesn't care if she's dead because yeah. he's got all the jewelry and wallets. Yeah. But yeah.
0: enough about Lily Allen. <laughs> no, <laughs> more Lily Allen. No, I guess we could take it literally. Is it more annoying to have she has bite marks on? I her just clothes? saw that Eve. Like, oh hey. g-
2: sorry, yeah,
0: because of the fight sequence. Mm. Yes, he got the bit. Bite sequence. No, earlier the fight sequence. He got bit <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I saw that. So continuity on point. Okay. This whole time, guys, Doofa's balls still hurt. <laughs> I was saying that to my housemate Mark, who's been on the show before. I'm like, come on, he got hit in the balls. He could have been up in like ten minutes. I get why the other guy isn't up because he got like hit all over. Like he got hit in the neck, the head, the eyes, everything. Like I understand Although, Funny enough,
1: out. in the scene where they were like listening to the speech, Dave, Dave
0: looked less injured than Doofa's fucking balls. Dave. If Steve Tyler was here, he would have got straight back up. <laughs> you gotta kill Steve Tyler. How would it be if we released this podcast and Steve Tyler's died? And I'm like, no! And then all of her uh, references to Steve Tyler seem inappropriate. I think if you say Al, but you're the one he's keeps bringing him no, up. No, Grace <laughs> talked about Steve Tyler a bit. We all love Steve. <laughs> Steve. Oh, shit, guys. Pat is angry. What? Sorry. Dad. We all love Dad. <laughs> we all love Dad.
2: <laughs>
0: Here
1: you go, guys. Gentle Giant.
0: Gentle Giant. Big so. shit out of several.
1: Because they, apparently her big... No, no, is not to call her a freak,
0: and she fucking nails the ref. Like, what did the ref do? Poor guy, all he did was just not call on the fact that this is a touch game and disqualify the other team. I mean, poor guy didn't do anything. I mean, his wife probably came over. He's dead, clearly, and she's you never see him again. Oh my god. Yeah, and she's laying flowers on his grave, and she goes, I guess it's. Giant hunting season, and it becomes this fantasy movie. And there's Jeremy Renner in it. and Why just, is Jeremy? Because he was in uh, Handsome and Gretel Witch Hunters, or whatever it was. I
2: actually saw that in this season. <laughs> Why? I, I is that know, a movie that like,
0: should be on this stupid. list? Ryan, here we go. Oh, here it is. Payoff. doge dead. Well, injured. We can they look work. fine, actually, except for the guy who had his head leaned over. He's mm. like, he's not fine. His tits look great, even though they're fake. They're like, that angle was just like, let's give Michael Rosenbaum nice tits in this scene, guys. And they're like, okay, can do. <laughs> Yo, AD, tell them to get nice tits. And he runs over. It's like, okay, let's adjust your breasts. How many scenes do you think they have to stop to adjust their breasts? To make them look realistic.
2: Well, I, th- I think they did it absolutely every scene.
0: Well I know that they in the scenes where they stuff
1: them they just put random stuff there but maybe in the scenes where we don't see the stuffing maybe they just have one of those padded bras so that they don't have to do as much readjusting. Hmm. It's called
0: efficiency I think the word is. It's no inflatable bras that Grace is really afraid of the existence of. <laughs> uh,
2: well, tiny Grace was terrified of them.
0: Tiny Grace?
2: Tiny Grace. Little Grace little Grace young Grace Grace Junior I don't have a... <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't have you don't have a senior yeah we <laughs> this is from forever
1: ago in the movie but I did laugh at the scene where they compared uh, Roberta to the founder of the DOG
0: oh yeah and you know, they just do it with just a look yeah they don't Talk about it or anything. Show, don't tell. Show, don't tell. It Show, was don't tell. so subtle that we forgot to mention it. Yep. Like this scene subtle where he's looking for a certain size. Size and he's like, 8 for women. Size 8. <laughs> when he's clearly
1: kind of not size 8 women.
0: What size do you think he is, Grace? If you had to look at Michael Rosenbaum there from just our visual image.
2: I'm terrible at this. I would say 14 or 16. In Australian sizes.
0: Australian sizes? That's what I would say. Aussie size. How much for his ass? Because he's big. He's got a fat ass. Does that change it?
2: 18, maybe.
0: Holy shit. 22. (laughs) No, not
2: 22.
0: 27. 29. Look at this injustice.
1: They, they won the right to get on that ship, and they left without them.
0: Mm. Huh. Look at her fucking hair, and you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, we all know the hair one hair I'm talking like about. like that in
2: almost every movie she's in.
0: Is that just her choice, like in a contract? Yeah, she's like, I must have hair like a porcupine because I <laughs> shoot straight from the hip like one. Is she into... <laughs> she's clearly into punk. Wouldn't that? <gasps> she kind of reminds me of you know the TV show Becker. With Ted it's Danson. Yes.
2: Why is it every time I see you reference Becca in some way?
0: <laughs> she looks like Linda from Becca's younger. She was like, I'm she Linda's does look sister. Look a bit like Linda. How would it be if she's like, I'm Linda's sister? And she's like, I'm Linda's sister.
1: <laughs> like how Dave's dad hasn't even like made sure that his son's on the
0: ship. Yeah, his son could be dead. But. Okay. He's distracted by money. Could you. Okay, this movie, like Seinfeld could be cured if you had a cell phone or mobile phone. This is before mobile phones were prevalent. Do you ever remember that there was a time where they weren't prevalent and how inconvenient it was? Mm-hmm. I didn't really that start... That was
2: the guy from the car. He was in the cast.
0: Yeah, th- we talked about this earlier. Oh, apologies. I didn't recognise that the first time watching it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I just thought, what the fuck's that about? Like, no. did I miss a scene? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Sorry, I just, every now and then I accidentally watch the
0: movie. (laughs) What are you doing the rest of the time? You're just, like, picking your nose going, I wish Dad would call me more often. (laughs) And then you just hear, you just hear, in the distance. (laughs) You Steven
2: (laughs) Steven Tyler. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And then Run-DMC come in and they're like, Yo, she's my son. And it's like, she's my son. He writes it down and that's his new song. Like, (laughs) Aerosmith... She's my son. Ba, ba, ba.
1: <laughs> so we were talking about the uh, uh-huh. the times of yesteryear where we didn't have mobile phones and their yeah. companions.
0: I, I actually do every now and then remember, like I get this with movies, I sit down and go, that person's dead. Or, that dog's dead. Or, hey during this time, mobile phones and computers, social networking weren't around. It was a lot harder back then than it is now, because sometimes you're like, say if I didn't tell you this was from the 2000s and you didn't remember what the 2000s fashion was like, and I convinced you it came out. I convinced you it came out Three years ago, you'd be like, oh, "Why can't they just use mobile phones to solve the situation?"
2: Then how would they solve the situation? Because they, because they filmed it on a camera. I would be like, "Why is that camera so old?"
0: Yeah. No, but you know, movies can get away with that. Yeah, but yeah, stuff like that. Technology really does play a part in our lives, and sometimes watching old movies, you're just like, "Man, I wonder what Casablanca would have been like if Facebook was around." he's like we'll always have Paris and Snapchat see you later
1: (laughs) this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship I just sent you a request
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then he doesn't accept it (laughs) and he's just like you French bastard fuck (laughs) what the French play it again Sam just press the replay button oh yeah play it again Sam and he's like okay I gotta wait I don't have Spotify premium
2: <laughs> Give me a second. CBF, just
0: played on Spotify. How how weird would it be if they did. You know how they are redoing old movies like Ben Hur? They're doing Ben Hur again. Mm. But imagine if they updated the story.
2: Ben Hur to Ben Hur again. <laughs>
0: no, Ben Him. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ben Hur like Beckham. <laughs> 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 and it's a secret. Better like Beckham. And Ben-er yes. it's a crossover. <laughs> it's a cro- You know what I'm really upset about? Bartek. You're upset about me? You know <laughs> how we come up with crossover ideas in these in this show? Where like, wouldn't it be great if Paul Giamatti from this movie came in? Do you wish? Oh, hold on. Paul Giamatti from this. Any no no. Like, oh, I see, like an example. We say like cool. Paul Giamatti from Big Fat Liars yeah. should be in this. as Marty Wolf again, yeah. like crossover characters and movies. I know they're in there, but it really upsets me that it seems like only today you can only set up universes of movies with superhero movies because they've got. Uh, Source material. I really wish that we could have movies like, I guess, like Star Wars is back now, but like movies where they, like, these kind of movies, where they're insignificant movies, not epics, not anything grand, where they set up like a universe, like Kevin Smith does that with his movies, like, you know, Clerks and all that. Where he has like the Smith universe or whatever it is, we've got this universe of characters, situations, and all that. That isn't just a big superhero one. Like I'd actually like to see Marty Wolf in another movie where Absolutely. he's not the main character. Or this, this isn't so, this isn't really what you're saying, but the movie
1: that I touched sort of upon that was This Is the End where they're like it was the actors mm. playing themselves but they had like all these references to their movies and it felt like a really unique experience having that these kind of movie these are
2: grown men picking up a college girl and to throw yeah, her yeah, but,
1: but they're the whole thing is they're that rich. They're, st- they're still they're still KOKs they're even still though they're grown different. up yeah so this scene could have gone many ways
0: misogyny doesn't end when you age mm. it just gets older with time like time does you get older you die have you thought about last time that you came on this episode? You've aged.
2: I haven't thought about specifically what I've aged. No, but like I since
0: last time we've seen you and heard you on this podcast, you you've aged. Yes, I have. Three and or then four months. I think. You could listen to this episode four months from now, and you'd be like, oh, "I've aged again." <laughs> <laughs> and you look at like <laughs> you've done
2: it again. <laughs> to, <laughs> to be fair, we've aged uh-huh. since
0: the beginning of this episode. I know. Like think. Like, you were young, exciting, and energetic at the start of this, Grace. And now you you're old I'm and old. boring and dying.
2: <laughs> Why am I dying?
0: We're all dying. Hmm. <laughs> we're all dying. I like how they have. <laughs> and then I head put head a cigarette over. in my mouth and go, it's a metaphor. Hmm. <laughs> we're all dying. <laughs> cigarette mouth. It's a metaphor. I like how he tried with her. Like, Big Johnson <laughs> was like, well, this one's got to be a man. Nope. Hmm. Whoops. I love Big Johnson. I like Spence Spencer too Spencer and he's got a beer can in the top pocket of his suit hmm. and he's got mm. this plate ready yeah he had it ready before we must punish them to the full extent of the original charter my favourite thing about it too is um, that's my catchphrase my favourite thing is they play this videotape Grace yeah <laughs> <laughs> they play this videotape and he's just like it's a fuss. it's clearly not me and you just hear in the background They'll pay for this. The <laughs> <Like it's clearly laughs> dialogue in that video is
1: hilarious. <laughs> it's
0: like it's clearly him and no one else. It's clearly him expositioning the fact that he's guilty. It's like... No, but... Uh, no. I like how... He, it's the exposition, exposition, yeah. What I love is the joke is uh, it's an audio joke. And he's, 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 he's got this weird voice. And him standing there with this weird voice going, It's clearly not me. And then just <laughs> you hear in the background... They'll pay for this. <laughs> His voice, the exact same voice. I just love it. It's He's got just... like no authority. <laughs> His I like, voice is perfect. I like they actually do break a convention here, where it's like, I got the tape. It's like, are you sure this is it? No, I don't think so. Yeah, like it could be not the tape. Like it could be a different tape altogether. Again, because Doofus is
1: really honest. He's a really genuine, you know, like Big Johnson. Like Big Johnson, <laughs> he really thought that Big Patty was a you
0: know. Oh, there's Lex Luther. some, Hmm. Superman! (gasps) How good would it be if uh, Spence took off his shirt and he was Superman? And you're just like, you're at it again, Lex! And he just like lifts off the ground, Superman style, like heat visions him, and he's just like I kill in this version. Yeah, and just flies off. And he's like is that a plane? Is that a bird? No, it's Spence. And he's just like flying there and all you hear is it's me, Spence. Mm. <laughs> and now the they... S stands for Spence. <laughs> and now they've turned into oh, monsters who say Look, "boola." They're throwing him over. They're like, "Yeah, boola la la, boola la la." I'm my collarbone. Like, like it's a recurring thing that he has this collarbone injury. Uh, this is where Big
1: Johnson's serious, but then he's happy.
0: So Grace, this movie brings up a lot of issues. We've had. Um, it makes
2: me so <laughs> nervous when you turn to me and go, "So
0: Grace, this movie brings up a lot you show of issues." Your legs? No, this movie brings up a lot of issues. This movie is the most ground. I I, I do mean this. This movie is probably the most risque, the most uh, groundbreaking one that we've done. It has bo- nudity, implied rape, sex, sex. Um, It has a lot of these adult elements, and it's dealing with a big issue, which is, of course, sexism and uh, gender and all that kind of stuff. Do you think that it's okay for uh, what is seemingly a two-dimensional comedy to deal with such big topics in an offhanded manner? No. Why?
2: Because, like, they're they're such big topics and they're taboo topics for a reason.
0: But I think it's okay on a level... Here's, no, no, here's why. Comedy is supposed to deal with the darker side of humanity in a flippant, upbeat way. And certain comedians like Jimmy Carr and many others make careers... Why is
2: Jimmy Carr the one you went to? I would No, have... no, no,
0: because they make careers off shock, humour, oh, yeah, off yeah. pointing at the ugly side in such a flippant, two-dimensional manner. And why I pointed to Jimmy Carr was... Out of stand-up comedians, he's old-school stand-up where he just does one-off, like he just does one-liners, 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 one-liners. He doesn't do what is modern stand-up where Mm. you just tell stories or whatever. While this movie is seemingly two-dimensional and flippant in how it is about rape, how it is about gender, how it is about sexism, misogyny, uh, the classist undertones because they're rich and all that, and you meet other people who are not so rich and and you know all that kind of stuff. That's why I think it is okay, because you have serious movies that deal with these topics. You have a plethora of them, and I think it's okay for a comedy to tackle these issues, because sometimes you need the other side of things. You need another perspective to tackle an issue, because if you just if every movie's just Schindler's List, then where are we going to get Schindler's Fist? It's <laughs> It's like
1: that image you see online where it's like, oh... There used to be a time where we listened to politicians and laughed at comedians, and then it shows a picture of John Oliver. Now we laugh at politicians and listen to comedians.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, comedy is being taken more seriously. I think that's a part of... uh, See, I'm a big fan of comedy. I think that's why we do this. We hope to entertain you with comedy and also be educational at the same time, because we get these movies, we dig deep down in movies that don't necessarily deserve to be thought about in such a manner, but people wrote this... People spent their time, energy, and life on this, and they thought about it in ways that we're thinking about it too. And that must mean that there's something there to read. And I think it's important for us as comedians to look at the lighter side of things, but also take a step back and look at it intellectually as well. Because this movie, when you look at the cover, you just think, oh, this is going to be the worst movie ever. No. It's no. the best movie ever. Excellent. Breasts. Best movie. This movie has a lot going for it. I did of, have breasts, yeah. Out of all the movies we've done, this one's actually made me think the most. No, no, because of the issues it's brought up. None of the other movies bring up these kind of big issues. The movies that we've dealt with so far brought up the similar themes and issues. I think this one's stepped out of that. This movie could have so been easily a buddy movie. Because we've every movie we've done, including Bender Like Beckham, is about friendship. But this movie doesn't really focus on friendship. It focuses on the inequalities of gender and the upper class and lower class and all that. Yeah, yeah it's, really it's like
1: what I mentioned earlier. I walked into this movie thinking it was going to be like a, oh, dude, we're so going to get laid, yeah, dude, kind of movie. Yeah. But it wasn't
0: like that. His Although...
2: name tag says Dave Z. Yeah.
0: Well, Doofus I... one says stud. Yes, yeah. it does. Although I just said all that stuff, I fucking hate this scene. (laughs) Why? (laughs) I hate third-person conversations in movies where they're just like, oh, how is she? Oh, she went to Minnesota to get an act together, and they're talking about themselves, but in the third person. And I just... That's what I hate about movies sometimes. There are those things where on paper and thematically and metaphorically you could argue, oh, third person in movies can be really, really great... But when you actually see it in a movie that's supposed to be in the real world, that's why I also have a problem with when they threw him out the window and he came back like a boomerang, because there's these moments where they're not real. And it's like either be fully cartoon-like, like screwballs, like screwballs. or be realistic and be funny like The Hangover, say. Like The Hangover has ludicrous moments in it, but there's no point in the first one it's where you reality. go, oh, it's a cartoon. That's my problem. There's cartoony moments like third-person conversations where it's like nobody talks like this. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not sitting here going, "Yeah, so Ryan's dad is Steve Tyler, and <laughs> he feels really emotional about that." Mm. And He's Grace optimistic. is optimistic of the fact that we are that Ryan and her, her are brother and sister. Typically. Because of their dads. Fun Steve fact: Hall. the m- person who did the music supervision on this is the singer. And person of the band Devo. No, really. And, of course, that's Mark Mothersburg. Mothersburg? I, I can't remember. Uh, he, of course, has done many film soundtracks and many television show soundtracks. So film soundtracks include... Um, oh, wait. Now, I can't remember film, but I remember TV. He yeah, does yeah. Rugrats. He Ooh. did the music to Rugrats. I think it's
1: pronounced Mark Mothersbaugh.
0: Yeah, he does lots of film soundtracks, and uh, he does lots of iconic stuff. Of course, Rugrats being the most iconic. Mm-hmm. And he did this. Of
2: course he did. I'm,
0: surpri- no, I'm genuinely surprised. But, but it makes sense, because this end song is Girl You Want by Devo, but it's a cover version in a much more kind of loose, swinging kind of way, because this movie is very loose. I feel like it lets it all hang out. So, although the movie's now over, we get beautiful visual imagery here of uh, rejected promo shots, I imagine. <laughs> oh, my God. No, there
2: great. Uh, great. Make their money.
0: Do you find it weird? Now, I think I find it weird. I know, you're looking at him. Stop looking at Michael <laughs> Rosenbaum. I find it. Now, nah, I love this movie, Bartek. Yeah. But even I find it a bit hard to believe, and that's why it's unappreciated, that <laughs> it's she gets with really him. So. That Mm. she gets with him. It's implied that she gets with him. Yeah. Would you... Okay. If I was me and you were you and you went to (laughs) a sorority and I was from a fraternity of this same situation and I dressed up as a girl and we bathed together and you took off your glasses and you're blind and shit. My
2: vision isn't that bad. No, but
0: I'm saying if. If. If, And my erection hit you and all this kind of stuff and I'm you found out and you found out that no no and if you found out you were lesbian or had lesbian tendencies or blah 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 and like i made you realize that in my woman form and then i rejected you in my woman form and tried to hit on you in my male form and then you found out when you were getting thrown off a boat by my dad
2: <laughs> <laughs> Steven Tyler Steven
0: Tyler <laughs> sorry our dad <laughs> 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 that i was playing your best friend possible lover would you get with me? Oh and by the way I was dufer and, and okay, he was good, good.
2: Um, I wouldn't get with someone who had previously rejected me no
0: yeah and but how psychologically fucked would you be after that kind of situation?
2: pretty psychologically fucked,
0: yes. Yeah, and she has a hate issue with men. Like, she really has bad past with men. Mm. I don't know about you, but if you had that, I don't know, if you had that, would this just make it worse?
2: Probably. But...
0: Would this just be like, fuck it, I'm just not gonna love anyone <laughs> because, like, she fell in love with a woman and it's like, not a woman. <laughs> See, I reckon I'd be psychologically fucked. Like, not me as the guy pretending to be the woman, I think I'll be fine. Mm. But if I was the girl, I think that this movie, if it was 15 minutes longer, it could have explored that. But this movie picks up important issues and just puts them back down. Mm. Like, for instance, Bartek hasn't seen the end of the credits and neither have you. I know what's happening, but... Yeah, he knows what happens. It. But at the start of these credits, the... tri Pie. tri on a lifeboat. Mm-hmm. And then the end of the credits, that's coming up, is literally a comment that we would make as a hypothetical scene that would happen. And here it is. Mm. Here it is. Bartek, this is something we would come up with, Mm. and that's why I like it. It's relatable because I would say, I would, I would actually literally say, "They're dead. They probably eat each other, and they." (laughs) It.
2: I, I would to see th- I, rather than that scene I would prefer to see the scene where they decided which one they and they ate first
0: yeah well we can't get that or do for convincing them to wear dresses so <laughs> see with all <laughs> the other with
1: me I was skipping through all the images in the credits and then I cut from the ones where they're peeing to the touchstone pictures things so like oh there's nothing at the end of the credits so <laughs> that was my problem so
0: we reached the end of the film the credits are now over now we're going to hear some reviews from IMDB, of course, but first, we're going to give our little review, our little comments, our little critiques, final and our final thoughts, and a general rating out of whatever we feel is appropriate. Grace, I'd like to hear from you first because I've been taking up most of the show speaking. blah blah and we haven't heard too much from you because you've just been flabbergasted by the brilliance <laughs> of this film. Give us the great list. Give the great listeners your in-depth thoughts about how great this film is.
2: In-depth. Well, it's certainly underappreciated for a reasons. What I can <laughs> say. Um, look, it could have done without a lot of stuff. There was at least all two scenes I liked, so that's something. You know. Two thousand
0: one. one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Once, twice, two times, a lady. <laughs>
2: but that song was actually in the movie. <laughs> Like, the amount of songs that the dude from Devo crammed into this film about, you know, women and, and yeah. like, my best friend's girl. And, like, he just, like, shoved them in. It's quite impressive. In his
0: defence, they're all good rock songs, like rock pop songs. Mm. Rock pop. Like, not proper rock, but, like, that kind of pop is not the, you know, it's one that you can it's rock no out Lily to. It's no Lily Allen. It's no Lily Allen.
2: No, it's no Lily Allen. <laughs>
0: She's no Kate Miller Heike. <laughs> <laughs> I like her, too. Uh, So so give us... really.
2: Yes, I quite like Kate Millican as well.
0: I like the Fifth Element, so I like Kate Millican. <laughs> Fair
2: enough. Uh,
0: all right, so so is that your general review? Nothing more you want to tell us?
2: Um, no, it's about it.
0: Your rating out of what you want?
2: Um, I give it uh, two. I don't know what I want to rate. I give it two empty Doritos bags out
0: of five. <coughs> wow, that's a high rate. Of, that, that's a lot of Dorito bags. <laughs> Bad thing. Let's hear from you. I know that you've got a lot to say, a lot of issues, a lot of questions, but here, let's first just hear your m- review and, and whatever. Yeah, um, I've pretty much given most of my thoughts in the movie itself.
1: It is a movie that, much like you mentioned earlier, in fact, a few minutes ago, this movie didn't focus on the whole friendship thing of, hey, bro, let's go in and, you know, the, the end goal wasn't, To get laid or anything like that. Which is a lot of... A lot of movies do that. You know, Screwballs, as we've mentioned. Uh Which
0: is a great Bend it like Beckham. (laughs) (laughs) Bend bend it like Beckham, which... Yeah, well,
1: the... They try to get laid in that. They get together. To each other. They get together (laughs) in the end. um, (laughs) The guy and the girl. And it deals with a lot... The issues that we've been talking about throughout this whole... Debacle. Debacle. The whole episode, (laughs) I was going to say. And I just just think it really, you were right, it really did kill sexism. I didn't really think of that until (laughs) you mentioned it. Killed it dead. (laughs) Yeah, I'm struggling to even, like, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. I'm trying to think of a movie that did have sexism after this. and
0: No. Maybe, it. maybe Age of Ultron, but that's about it. Meet Dave didn't Fucking have it. Fucking Joss Whedon. Meet Dave. <laughs> Meet Dave didn't have it. Dickie Roberts didn't have it. What other movies are there? Surf Ninjas was before, so it might have. But, like, who knows? No, Surf Ninjas had, like, what, one woman? Yeah, one. And that's all we need. Yeah. This movie had, like, 14. So this movie... <laughs> so this and three of them were dudes.
2: Oh, were they? I didn't notice.
0: So what's your...
1: Ray, um, my rating. rating. I give this movie a full erection out of my pants.
0: Right. <laughs> I'm very happy with that. Not his erection, so but the yeah, no, rating. You just okay,
2: you're happy with his <clears throat> erection. You can't. You can't go back on that.
0: Okay, that's a sound bite you can use. I'm <laughs> happy with his right. erection. I just want to say, and I like Lily Allen. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then you just put it on like one of the gay space pages. <laughs> gays Ryan I just I just
1: want to say that the gays who you know I don't tronic. I don't take that as like a gay comment I just want to say thank yous for caring
0: I do care okay now talking about caring I care a lot about this movie now of course Bartek's new to the film having watched it for this show and of course Grace only just watched it what well, let's argue for the first proper time First time in ages. First time in ages. Mm -hmm. And I grew up with this movie, so yes, of course, I have a bias to it. But here's the revelation, guys. I grew up and I didn't like this movie very much. I rolled my eyes at it. I didn't really pay heed to it. I didn't really like it. I didn't find it very funny. I found it a bit too crude, a bit too lowbrow for my own being. But doing this show has given me new perspective because movies aren't just for me. And movies aren't just for Bartek, and movies aren't just for Grace. They're for many different kinds of people. So, movies that are unappreciated, like Sorority Boys, is not necessarily aimed at what was me back then. It might be aimed towards me now. And having gone through the university experience, and having gone through being a male growing up from from becoming a boy to a man... I appreciate what this movie's trying to do and what it did do. I appreciate the perspective that it takes. And yes, you could argue that it could have not dealt with certain issues such as rape or it could have dealt with them more, more so. But I think comedy walks a fine line between tackling the serious issues and trying to make you laugh. And I feel this movie really does make me laugh. Although I do have problems with the movie, I think the pacing is a bit all over the place. I think certain characters just disappear and reappear. There's things that I felt like, oh, if I did it, I could have done this. But that's not my job. I'm not the filmmaker. I'm just here to shine a torch on this movie. For instance, I thought that Doofa was going to get with the giant in the end. But in fact, he got with the hairy French lady. And Big Johnson, that's the name Big Johnson got with the giant. That made sense to the writers, didn't make sense to me. But upon thinking about it, I talked to Bartek about this before, and Bartek's like, oh, his name's Big Johnson. And I'm like, yeah, I guess they should get together. Like, thinking about it from a different perspective, thinking about it from what you may argue is a simpler perspective, or just a peculiar one. This movie, along with most of the movies we do, are peculiar. They're different. Or... They're very similar to the mainstream, but they take a detour in a different direction. If I had to give this a rating, I would, I mean, there's so many things I could rate it, but I have to, um, I have to rate it what it honestly deserves and that is a Purple Heart. I give this a Purple Heart because it fought the war against sexism (laughs) and it died. It died because it's unappreciated. It's forgotten. But it won in killing the enemy that is sexism. So it deserves one of the highest honors that you can give. A purple heart. That's my take.
1: Purple's one of my favorite colors.
0: It is. But other people had other thoughts. This is hits the spot. It was made for exactly what I was just saying. Just saying. May, written in 2006 this has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 7 stars ok this is what and this was written in 2006 this is what they have to say here's the thing this is not Shakespeare just a little side note he did quote Shakespeare so technically you mm-hmm. could argue it is <laughs> um, here's the thing this is not Shakespeare but I doubt anyone involved with the movie was under that impression in the first place. This is a funny college romp that made me laugh on a Sunday afternoon. It brought me back to my college days of drinking and hanging out with girls. But it also has the it also has the requisite heart. <laughs> like it's
1: requisite Jesus. Same um, things you were just talking about.
0: The sorority is a group of reject girls who have all who have all something to offer. The frat is a group of insensitive stereotypes who get their comeuppance in the end.
2: Oh, the frat is the insensitive stereotype, <laughs> is it? Okay.
0: They get their comeuppance. Uh, okay. If you want some nice, um, if you want some nice familiar humor that hits all the appropriate notes in the genre, think National Lampoon or Ryan Reynolds or Stifler. This is a good bet.
2: Just think about Ryan,
0: just do it. (laughs) Okay, I'm thinking about him. Alright,
2: right, give me a second. Mm
0: -hmm. Thinking about his melted face in Deadpool. (laughs) Yum, yum, yum. Okay, that was the end of that one. This is Michael Rosenbaum is kind of pretty. (laughs) (laughs) There's no star rating on this one. This movie is probably for 12 year old boys and people who like the actors. I like Michael Rosenbaum and Harland Williams so I wasn't that disappointed. Of course after seeing the trailers I was expecting a D movie so it was actually better than I thought it would be. There was There was quite a bit in the movie to offend people who like to be offended. Personally, speaking as an ugly girl... <laughs> Personally, speaking as an ugly girl who won, who who would be kicked out of frat parties, although why would any girl want to be at a frat party, frat party in the first place is beyond me. I wasn't offended because I'm too apathetic to get worked up about the messages in a badly written movie. What bothered me more a, what bothered me a lot more were the dropped plot points all throughout the film. There are far too many to mention, so I won't. <laughs> It is also much easier for me to ignore the fact that the guys look like guys and no one noticed. Suspension of disbelief suspension of disbelief in disbelief favor of going with the main plot point than it is for me to ignore the fact that they wore dresses and pumps and carried little purses to college classes or that president of the cool fraternity was such a complete dork. Long story short, there are just so many things wrong with this movie that if you aren't the type who can shut off the critical or easily offended proportions of your brain and just enjoy Michael Rosenbaum looking pretty in a miniskirt and heels, or skinny girls in wet t-shirts for some of you, then you don't want to watch this movie. What Do you, do you agree? Grace, you, you you have your head down, nodding. Um. You, you, that seemed like it affected you emotionally.
2: <laughs> you know that? It's, it's more that she's Like, she doesn't really know what she thinks. She's like, it wasn't bad for a badly (laughs) written piece of garbage. It was
0: great.
1: Okay. She was a bit off. I mean... She was off. Dave was the one who was pretty.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. Michael Rose is my fat ass. If you're liking the fat asses, I guess you like that. Okay. I was pleasantly surprised. Nine stars. After Pleasant. reading several comments on Sorority Boys, I prepared myself for a really lame, gross-out comedy with plenty of dick and fart jokes and a wide array of breasts. Fortunately, I was very much wrong. While the movie does have a couple of moments that reminded me of there's something about Mary and more than a couple of boob shots, it was an all-done-in-good-fun. I never once had the urge to look at my watch, and I found myself laughing out loud on more than one occasion. It was great to see how typical guys would learn a little something about how they would treat women in return. Mm-hmm. All in all, it was a good feel-good comedy, and by the end of the movie, you saw a lot of character development. Oh yeah, you saw that, didn't you, Grace? I can't say that I've made a completely unbiased evaluation of the movie because my main motivation for seeing it was a certain sexy Lexi of television. (laughs) small bill. (laughs) (laughs) But all in all, I found it well worth my $6 and an hour and a half. However, I don't recommend that everyone goes and sees it. There are many people who are, who are far too critical of movies and don't believe that they can just be for fun You know who you are, <laughs> Grace. You know who you are. I do. But think, but think, they should have some deep philosophical meaning. If you're one of those people who don't go see this movie, for those of you who can enjoy a movie at face value, and then some in this case, Go check it out. And if you're interested in seeing adorable shots of the main cast and drag, stay for the credits. I gave it a 9 out of 10. She Emotional? Did. This one's written in 2005, guys. And it's Ooh. seven stars. And its title is, I have a fat ass. And it's in quotes. And it's in quotes. So it's from the movie. Okay, okay. I have a fat ass. The way he says that has to be one of the funniest lines in film history. It's just the way his mouth opens so wide to say it. And, okay. Sorry. That, they literally wrote, just, just wrote, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Barry Watson feeling the role of a woman a little too much there, I think. Got into it very well by the looks of it. He seemed quite good as a woman. Really is a pretty boy. Oh, <laughs> wow. Good laughs in the film. It's cute, rude, funny, and just idiotic. And I loved every minute of it. Do it again. Do it again. I will not say anything about the plot of the movie. I just wanted to acknowledge those couple of bits of acting technique. <laughs> I love it when you braid my hair in quotes. Like they just quoted the movie for you. <laughs> I love how
1: this is the movie where you don't want to give away any of the plot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Spoiler Most alert. No
1: synopsis. You're walking completely blind.
0: Okay guys. Thought provoking. <laughs> yeah. Thought provoking. This movie brings up many deep topics and while it doesn't deal with them, it does make you think. Everything is there. Questions of gender, sexuality, labels, and definitions. Sexism and feminism and even rape issues. See, this person gets a Grace. Jesus. The movie glosses over them, but it's still a lot of fun. Michael Rosenbaum is one of the prettiest girls ever. Adina is a dyke icon. Memorise and ponder. Memorize Do they or say oh, ponder? No, memorize. Oh. And ponder. Okay. And the transformation and problems she encounters make for some very interesting moments. Deep, thought-provoking fan discussion can be found online. Oh, really? Did they oh, a we're we're gonna be one of them, <laughs> <laughs> including many assumptions and pretend sequels about how the future went for the main characters. Oh my God, we have got to find this. <laughs> So don't just look on the shallow surface. Think into the deep layers. 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 As in there's more than one. There's nine. I, <laughs> uh, see. Okay, this one. We're on the second one. I think we're... We need the final countdown, guys. Fun. No, fine holiday fun. Eight stars, Chris. Holiday fun? Yeah, holiday fun. Okay. I'm one of those chicks that can appreciate a good film for what it is. Lately, I've been done to death with movies like Beautiful Mind and Monster's Ball. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I really enjoy a good drama from time to time, but my tear ducts were begging for a vacation. Sorority Boys is a perfect mental margarita for the person who has had enough drama. It's a kind of brainless. It's it's kind of brainless and stupid at times, but it's also really funny watching guys trying to be girls. I was particularly taken with the performance of Michael Rosenbaum, who not only stole the show, when the job was obviously Harland Wayne's, but made it more fun to watch. Speaking as a female of the species... (laughs) (laughs) These people
2: were so fucking
0: weird. Speaking as a female of the species, I was surprised that some of the women were offended by the movie. So there are a lot of gratuitous boob shots. So what? uh, So what? Personally, nudity doesn't offend me. The fact that none of the men are naked offends me. Yeah, that's true. Kevin Bacon has a giant speech about how men should get naked more. We see the
1: bubble dick.
0: Bubble dick. If a woman truly considers herself a feminist, she must demand equal rights and not be afraid to back those beliefs up. Where are the naked men? Harvey Keitel isn't doing it for me. (laughs) (laughs) What was he naked in? Bad lieutenant. Okay. Harvey Keitel isn't doing it for me, really. All the sorority boys is saying is we should be all we should all be a little bit more tolerant, considerate, and have fun. The best of both worlds. I enjoyed it, and I must check out Smallville as a result. They <laughs> like they watched this and were like, "Oh, he's really good. I've got to check out Smallville." What else
2: is he in? Oh, Smallville. Nobody's talking I about if it's spe- anything
1: like sorority. Boys. No one's talking about Spencer or Big Johnson. Okay
0: we'll get there we'll get there no somebody did talk about Spence so they said it was a dog I'm foreshadowing okay. yeah vulgar and delightful eight stars I thought this movie was a scream it's an interesting variation on the old fish out of water plot a
2: scream of horror fish out of water
0: yeah three college guys temporarily Temporarily poses girls and join the Delta uh, Omicron ga- Gamma Dog sorority for free rent. Of course, they have to endure the indignities of rude remarks and unwanted sexual advances, to in uh, to uh, so unwanted sexual advances advances. The discomfort of wearing heels, the miseries of not bring of not being pretty, etc. But there are several unexpected turns that keep the story interesting. It's silly. There are several. Oh, sorry. It's silly and preposterous, but made me laugh all the way through. It's fascinating. It's a fascinating movie on many levels too. What are the values of? What are the values that this film, that this film exposes? I never thought I'd see. I, I. I never thought I'd see i'd ever see a politically correct gross out movie <laughs> that
2: person is so wrong
0: yeah i never thought i'd see a politically correct gross out movie it also has its own sense of slyness that i quite enjoyed the film pokes fun at sexual stereotypes in some unexpected ways that will no doubt provide food for thought you that grace food for thought I loved the music and thought the cast was delightful. I especially liked Michael Rosenbaum as the jock and drag. Love <laughs> Everyone loves him. I know. And Tony, and Tony Denham as the little guy determined to score with them. Harlan Waynes grew on me. Like, that's the end of that sentence? Like, Harlan
1: Waynes.
0: Harlan Waynes. Who's Harlan? Uh, Harlan Williams? Williams, sorry. Harlan Williams grew... Talking about, like, Marlon Waynes from White Chicks. I was thinking about White Chicks. <laughs> Harlan Williams grew on me. In the Powder Puff Football Game sequence, he became my favorite character. I thought he was a riot. If you want Citizen Kane, this is not the flick.
2: He's in
0: it for two minutes. <laughs> yeah. If you want Citizen Kane, this is not the flick. If all you're looking for no, is Citizen laughs, Citizen
2: Kane <laughs> is the flick. If you want Citizen Kane,
0: <laughs> if all you're looking for is laughs, this one would do the trick. I enjoyed this movie far more than I thought I was going to. I'm a middle-aged person. Who usually goes for art films? I like this movie a lot.
2: I, I was <laughs> writing that. I am a middle-aged person.
0: Okay, so I've done something a bit different here, guys. Ooh. <laughs> we'll see if it works. But I went through um, the behind the scenes and got audio clips from the director of the movie um what's his name Bartek you know how to pronounce it better than I do oh yeah it
1: was here somewhere it's
0: like Wolodowski or Wolodarsky. Wolodowski what's his first name Wolodowski um, no,
1: I haven't found it I just
0: Wally that. Wolodarsky. <laughs> Wally Wolodowski <laughs> <laughs> directed this movie and I'm gonna play hopefully if this works an audio clip of the behind the scenes now to uh give a bit of context to this this is the director discussing his process of how he finally got to make this feature film that he used to try and write his own films but eventually gave up and went to Hollywood to be a director but um, first off we'll get to that one but I really want to play um, one that essentially sums up the kind of director he is now remember this film has a lot of thought process behind it. A lot of process. So let's let's hear this. When he gets knee in the crotch, it's not that big a deal to you, but when he gets punched in the breast, that's like the ooh. Okay. No <laughs> okay. problem. So What do you mean? So yeah, that was a behind the scenes basically saying Yeah, if you get punched in the Yeah, if you get punched in the crotch, don't react too hard punched in the breast, that's when you react. I
2: am appalled by the tit punch. What do you mean, <laughs> you, Mr. Waladarsky.
0: Alright, let's hear from Wally a bit, a bit more or here. Since then, um, sort of uh, financing my life by doing rewrites and writing scripts that nobody wants and kind of um, trying to get my trying to get another movie going and finally, um, I just said, you know, I'm just gonna look at other people's scripts and it's not like people were even offering me scripts but I'm just going to go in and read scripts and go into studios and be the fuller brush man you know just make a sales pitch about why this person this seemingly unqualified person should be allowed to take 15 million dollars of the studio's money and make a movie
2: yeah this man is a con artist (laughs) this
1: man's got a very assertive voice
0: okay so yeah he's a con artist according to you but there's more people that worked on the film. This is the AD, the assistant director, and this is just a little, um, if i got the right one here, um, a little snippet of what he has to say about kind of where he fits into the big process. Let's see if i got the right one here. I think the favourite experience is the erection. Oh, wait, no, that's the wrong one. Mm-hmm. I, his favourite experience is that But let's just get a little feeling of him. The first AD is responsible for listening to what the director and the DP want uh, creatively. Yeah, so that's the assistant director. He's there to help. Mm. And now we're going to hear from the assistant director again about his favorite experience of the movie. It's also one of my favorite experiences of the movie. Here we go. I think the favorite experience is the erection uh, with the soap suds in the bathroom. We spent a day in the shower, and one of our characters uh, comes into the shower, uh, or is showering I should say, and a, a girl walks in, so he's got a fake suds around his breast. breast. It was the most absurd thing to have like five guys sitting at his crotch, like putting <laughs>
1: shaving cream on, and oh, we're seeing the jock strap, we're not seeing the jock strap and I would say that was
0: the uh, most interesting time. That was the most interesting time for mm. I don't doubt that. So, <laughs> I did a bit of fun. I Now, what we do on the show is, we talk about what we think the behind-the-scenes process is, and a lot of times we get trivia, or we get some commentary, and we bring them to you. But this movie had some behind-the-scenes featurettes with comments like those that just really stood out, and I've put together a little compilation of highlights of how I imagine the behind-the-scenes process is like and what the real intentions of the filmmakers were for our own intellectual amusement here. So we're gonna just listen to what I put together, some of the comments you just heard, some that you haven't heard before, and I've mashed them together into one beautiful story. My job is really just, uh, it's the best job that you could ever get. You get to just make all the final decisions about how the movie's gonna look and what the actor's gonna do and uh, you get to boss people around, it's awesome. The First AD is responsible for listening to what
1: the director and the DP want uh, creatively. When he gets
0: kneed in the crotch, it's not that big a deal to you, but when he gets punched in the breast, that's like the ooh. This is the, okay. the First AD is responsible for I think the favorite
1: experience is the erection uh, with the soap suds in the bathroom. We spent a day
0: in the shower. Why this person, this seemingly unqualified person, should be allowed to take $15 million of the studio's money and. Make a movie. It was the most absurd thing to have like five guys sitting at his crotch like
1: putting shaving cream on and oh we're seeing the jock strap, we're not seeing the jock strap. My favorite
0: part of the movie has been by far the shooting of it, the actual shooting of it. How many dildos do you need?
2: $15 million of the studio's money.
0: Very collaborative. I've taken anybody that had a good idea, I take it. You know what I mean? If somebody has a funny joke. I don't care where it comes from. I'll take it. I think the favorite experience is the erection. My job is to take fifteen million dollars of the studio's money.
2: My job, job, <laughs> is
0: really just really just this job. I hope you guys are happy. I put in that much effort. I just was like, I need to put in a lot of effort for this episode. I felt like this one needed this more. I think it is it. Do, do you agree, Bartek? Do you think that that's an accurate representation of what the behind-the-scenes process thought was like? I think it is. I think it is. How many dildos do you need? Is a question that was actually... That is something that not even we thought would be a question asked behind the scenes. And there it is. And
2: there it there is. There it is.
0: I wish that we were there. Don't you ever wish that we were there to see the behind-the-scenes of these movies so we can come here with a different kind of mindset like don't you wish one of the movies or one of the ones coming up we could have seen the making of and be a part of it so we can come here and give a kind of like yeah this is actually how it is this is why the guy wrote this it would be great don't you agree Vartok? of course <laughs> <laughs> of course I agree of course I agree well you guys uh, Grace it's been good to have you it's sister to be here. Sister?
2: Stop that. <laughs> sister girl Sister girl, sister woman. What person?
0: was what was the Steve Tyler song we came up with? It's like
2: uh, um, daughter's a son,
0: son is a daughter. It was like leave her, leave. It was like leave her alone. She's my son. <laughs> <laughs> leave her alone. <laughs> She's my son. And I so, don't
2: like how you loved being with it. No, you came up with
0: that. <laughs> I loved it. But you guys. It's been great to have you on again, Grace. I know that this movie offended you on a level, but it also enlightened you, I think. I I, I see you walking out of here with a bigger grin on your face and almost dead. <laughs> and Bartek, it's always wonderful to be in your company, of course. The next film we do, I'm sure, will be a blast to be on, of course. And, of course, it's been hard because we've been off for a week because of Polish Lent. Where you're not allowed to podcast during Lent yeah. in Poland for just a week.
1: And English. we're not allowed to explain why during Polish
0: Lent. Yeah, we can't, no, that's no, why it, we didn't
2: post
1: on
0: Facebook. Yeah.
2: Great, great foresight of the Polish people to realise that podcasts are going to be a thing and that you cannot do it during well, Lent. We, we're we're, we're
0: technologically advanced. World War II just made us if, less so. If you actually yeah. read the gospel, Like we had hovercars.
1: If you actually read the Gospels, you'll realize that no one did a podcast during
0: any point of Jesus' story. And if you read the ancient Polish Polish texts, there's only a few of them because they mainly podcast (laughs) and stuff. (laughs) And those were lost in the Second World War. Thanks, Germany. Fucking Germans. Yeah,
1: the the Polish text is called Żabka i Yeah.
0: What's podcast in Polish? Oh, you know, it's such a modern word. I don't know if there would be... What's pod and cast? Um, Find it I know languages Don't work like that But in this case <laughs> I don't know Ryan Podcast Okay that's great Bartek <laughs> You've been a wonderful Speaking person Grace you've been alright Um <laughs> You've been alright Ryan No No, no, no ben her like Beckham <laughs> Ryan,
1: you've been really, 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 (laughs) fuck you. Keep going. I was
0: self, I I was self-conscious on this episode because I thought maybe this movie's movie's too good but grace has reaffirmed my idea that this movie is in fact an unappreciated masterpiece you guys have been fantastic wonderful listening people and if you're fantastic wonderful listening people don't feel afraid to give us a contact we've got the facebook page and the itunes and other various things that you can be linked to the pod page i'm going to upload those some of those audio clips that we just played in that episode um, on the Facebook page for your free listening. So check it out. You guys, till next time, be pleasant to each other. Jesus died for our movies. And sexism is over.
1: Finished.